made on Zencaster. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy. You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man. Hello and welcome once again to Stark or Stank. My name is Aaron and I'm here. With Josh. Hello, I'm here. You are here, and I am here, and we are here together to talk about Captain America Civil War. A.K.A. my favorite comic adaptation, what if Iron Man had been a fucking idiot? (laughs) What if? We could only imagine (laughs) up until this point. Definitely hasn't happened multiple times already. No, absolutely not. This was the first time in comics that Iron Man had ever been a fuck. Oh, man. I mean, look, it's uh billionaire, genius, playboy, philanthropist, fucking moron. Absolutely. Um, You know what the fucked thing is, though? In principle, I do agree with him. He's not wrong. Well, that's the thing this, this movie does really well, is that it none of... You could go either way. Like, n- neither of them are technically wrong. Like... You don't look at one side and go, oh, they're 100% wrong. Yeah, look, they, they both have points for and against. Um, I think the main point against Stark here is that he's being a fucking dickhead about it. <laughs> right, yes. As always. Yeah. Um, I, I have things to say about the, the core uh, dispute, the core conflict here. Mm-hmm. And that, that'll come up multiple times, I'm sure. It is almost like it's part of the entire point of this movie. It's um, like it almost is, yes. Almost. Uh, it was It was also the uh, the major plot point of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Yeah, because for a while there, everyone just fucking loved Civil War as like an adaptation thing, which is weird because I don't, I don't think the actual comic Civil War is regarded that well. I th- I think it's mostly about like the after the aftermath of it. The like. aftermath of it is really cool. I like where all that shit goes. Yeah. Uh, in the comics, but yeah. the entire Civil War superhero registration act stuff, I I don't think they handle it well in the comics, and they handle it. They definitely handle it in the movie. Kind of. <laughs> it's handled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> So, this film uh, coincided with the 75th anniversary of Captain America, the 10th anniversary of the original Civil War comic book. Sorry, I just had to let the dogs... You had to get up from your seat. Oh, God. It's hard being fat. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. uh, No, it's not like I've had 25 years experience. (laughs) Not anymore, though. It's the one uh, thing I'm qualified for. (laughs) And uh, Black Panther's 50th anniversary. Oh, wow, really? Yes. That's uh, fun that they... Uh, wait, hang on. I mean, it could just all be coincidence. I don't... Yeah, I mean, you could make up anything and I'd have to believe it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this was the longest Marvel film at the time, two hours and 27 minutes. Yep, it sure is. It's now like the fifth or something. Fifth longest, sixth longest, maybe? That tracks. That sounds correct. 
Screenwriters uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, original, their original idea for this movie was a vastly different and much smaller film without the other Avengers, but producer Kevin Feige suggested that they adapt Civil War instead. Certain parts of their original idea still made it into the movie, such as the emphasis on Stephen Bucky's relationship, as well as the use of Baron Zemo as the villain. Now, I think that's wise to keep the Winter Soldier stuff. The Stephen Bucky stuff is always really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that original film? Was that the Serpent Society one? It could have been. Yeah, that that probably was. I mean, they did that whole fake out. So yeah, pr- probably that was probably the original idea. And then, but they they did that whole announcement and reveal in the same announcement thing. It wasn't like yeah. oh, Serpent Society, and then months later it became Civil War. They did yeah. like a fake out at the beginning, and then at the by the end of that same announcement, it was Civil War. Could you imagine if it really was that quick of a turnaround? Like, oh shit, just throw something together. <laughs> Serpent Society, no one wants to see that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that didn't get any reaction at all when we Oh god, that. fix it, fix it, fix it. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of like the... That's the intro trivia here, and then I have a whole bunch of trivia for the rest of this, but uh, this is also like the longest plot synopsis so far, keeping in with the run run time of the movie. It's getting worse and worse, I think. Uh, This one, I guess, makes sense because it is sort of like a kind of a spy thriller espionage sort of deal half the Mm -hmm. time. Sure. And there's a lot of noodly details to get into, so Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense. Before we get into it, what do you think of Civil War? I think it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. I sure wish Captain America's third film was a Captain America film, not an Avengers film. But I, you know what? You could do worse. I don't agree. Yeah, I figured you wouldn't. <laughs> no, um, I, I like this movie a lot. I, As much as there are a lot of Avengers in it, but I still feel like this is still... A Captain America movie. First Every and time Tony Stark is on screen, I'm like, fuck off, Tony. <laughs> God damn it. You've already had your three. You're retired. Uh, yeah, any, uh, we'll get to that too. But um, yeah, I, I still feel like this is still Steve's movie. It, and it, is, it is 100% still Steve's movie, simply because like, even though they do sort of present both sides of the whole Civil War thing mm-hmm. relatively equally, they definitely paint Steve as the guy you should totally be, like, behind. He's the yes. right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, with that out of the way, let's now talk about Captain America Civil War. This uh, synopsis comes from marvelcinematicuniverse.fandom.com slash wiki slash captain underscore America colon underscore civil underscore war. Great. Pay us. Any day now. Wait for, <laughs> Wait for those checks. <laughs> uh, in 1991, Hydra operatives inside the Russian armed forces travel to their Siberian facility and revive the Winter Soldier from a cryogenic state. After using a set of conditioned trigger words to ensure the Winter Soldier's loyalty, Vasily Karpov orders him to intercept an automobile and execute its occupants. That's the beginning of the movie. Yes, it is. Uh, 1991. Good year. Yeah. Great year, some might say. What a year. Yeah. Uh, MacGuffins. We got MacGuffins right here at the beginning. 
Yeah, secret car trunk MacGuffins. Yeah, wow. What could it possibly be? What could it be? Fucking, it's the same thing it always is, goddammit. What could it possibly be? We fucking talked about it during Ant Man. (laughs) It's always super soldiers, goddammit. Bags of liquid. It could be anything. Uh, they're also still working towards an actual theme for the Marvel intro. They're, they're not there yet. They're, they're yeah, there. we don't we don't have the fanfare yet, do we? Nope. Um, throwing anything in there. It is. Uh, so watching fucking uh, Bucky Barnes's half century long worst day ever unfold is always fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and seeing him when he's like no mercy, all business is always a good time. I love yep. cold calculating winter soldier it's sure. very cool uh the fucking code that they use to get the code book vault mm-hmm. yeah 17826 i think if you type that out on like a phone keypad with no- like numbers and letters i think mm-hmm. that spells stan oh okay i don't know if that's like a bit of your trivia there it's not I, that was not in my trivia 17826 because like, huh? one doesn't have any letters on it so right. 7826 would be S-T-A-N. That is correct. That is what that is. Hey! Hmm. Easter eggs. Easter eggs! Uh, yeah, anyway, that's the intro of the movie. How do you feel about the big, like, I guess, headings for time and place? Like the big so, 1991? Sometimes it's cool. Sometimes yeah. it works. We'll get, we'll get to one later that I've written a note for that's really just doesn't it's dumb and it doesn't make any sense it doesn't need to be there okay we'll get to that one though I, i'm but, curious as to which one this is because generally i quite like them but i'm open to i'm open to ridiculing them <laughs> okay uh yeah but for, for the most there there's also one that is like fucking cool like we'll get to there too but um <laughs> for the for the most part they work if there is a nice backdrop and it is showing you know an area or a city, whatever. Like some it's, scenery it's, that's it's indicative cool of the place? Yes, exactly. Oh. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I got a Discord message from someone I don't know. Um, oh, great. My favorite. <laughs> now, let's continue. Unless you have something else to say about the intro. No, no. That's all I had. Oh, it's just uh, it's fucked seeing Bucky uh, back getting... He's yeah, he's just having like the longest worst day ever. I have to exactly. assume it's like all adding up to about the length of maybe a week because he has to go to sleep every fucking five hours. Right. Exactly. In the present day, Captain America, Black Widow, Falcon, and Scarlet Witch learn that Brock Rumlow plans to steal a biological chemical weapon from the Institute for Infectious Diseases, Diseases in Lagos, Nigeria. After being cornered, Rumlow attempts to commit suicide with a bomb vest, trying to take Rogers with him in an act of revenge. Maximoff contains the explosion, but she loses control of her powers and inadvertently destroys a nearby building, killing several relief aid workers from Wakanda. Okay, let's just... Saying that she destroyed the building is a bit much. Like, she does some serious damage to it, but that thing's still standing. Yeah, exactly. The Avengers have done worse damage to buildings. They have, they've dropped them from the sky. That's like a little, that's a little bit of damage. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to be defending Scarlet Witch big time here because she, (laughs) she did nothing wrong. Um, She could have just let the guy explode and kill everyone on the ground there. I, Mm -hmm. I have to imagine that would be more casualties. Yeah, look. 
I, I feel like she's in a in a place where she can't really win. <laughs> That's yeah. No, she's got an uphill battle here, being yeah. you know a foreign woman with powers mm-hmm. who accident like didn't kill people, but happened to be involved in a thing that did kill people. Right. Just circumstantially fucked is mm. what Scarlet Witch is. Yeah, she's 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 had no way of winning that. No, it's uh, she's set up to fail. Um, hey, we get some Rumlow crossbones closure from Civil War. That's nice. I love we tying do, up yeah. those ends. I like uh, <laughs> Wanda in her last movie was just like she's weird and she has powers, and now she's like spy chick. <laughs> she's well, like, she's being trained. I know, but we, we skipped all of, over all of that, and so, so now she's just being a spy, and it's just a, she's a, it's a big turnaround. It's a fast. I mean, it, it's it's clear that she's still like being taught at the very least, because you got mm-hmm. like Steve and uh, Natasha both kind of looking over her shoulder, watching her back, and right. feeding her like notes through her earpiece. Right. So like that that just feels like on the job training. Um, mm. all this sequence does make me want though, is a, uh, secret Avengers movie. Yeah. They, like a black ops team of Avengers, which, Hey, uh-huh. maybe that's what the Thunderbolts will be. Hell yeah. I'd be way into it. That'd be great. Um, Hey, you get Falcon's sweet drone, Red Wing. Yeah. So, uh, I've got a, that's not a drone in the comics. <laughs> yes, exactly. In the film, uh, Falcon util- utilizes a Falcon drone called Red Wing. In the mainstream Marvel comics, Red Wing was an actual Falcon, which was Sam Wilson's sidekick. Yeah, he had like um, a telepathic bond with it. <laughs> and so because of that, I'm wondering if there, if the, so there's this bit of dialogue. His name is Red Wing. I'm still not thinking it. He's cute. Go pet him. <laughs> he says, he's cute. Go on, pet him. So I'm wondering yeah. if they intended him to be an actual Falcon in the movie and then they were like, nah, let's just have him be a robot. But they kept the dialogue. No, I th- I think that's kind of a nod at Sam being like a weird goof and like someone who really, really loves his tech to the point of personifying it. Yeah, maybe. Like he's way into his tech. You hear someone call it a bird suit later on in like mm. one of the receipts and he's like, come on. He hates it being belittled. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's just way into this fucking drone, which, fair mm-hmm. enough, it's very cool. It does a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Um. So does Falcon. Falcon gets to do so much cool shit in this opening Falcon is, sequence. I, I put here just, Falcon's pretty cool. Like, he's literally just jumped off a building and flown away. That's all he's done when I've written this. It's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, he, he gets, yeah, he gets to jump off a building and fly away. He gets to do that, like landing spiral spin kick to two guys and it looks super cool he's like covering wanda while she gets all the toxic gas out of the building Mm -hmm. and he's like covering her with his uzi fire and then he turns and uses his wings as a shield while Uh he sends out like a fucking airstrike he's fucking cool i've just put here teamwork uh, Falcon, There's so much good teamwork. Falcon murking dudes, Wanda throwing the dude to Falcon, and he like just <laughs> hits him with his wings, yeah, yeah, <laughs> knocks yeah. him the fuck out. And then uh, Wanda gets Cap into the building, gets the gas out. Yep. Uh, oh, it's yeah. super cool. That's lots of lots of good teamwork. This fight does start with a truck flipping, which is fucking cool, uh, mm-hmm. and also Captain Fuck Gravity Rogers meteor striking a dude, <laughs> and then front kicking a Ute. Two of my favorite things. Steve Rogers not. <laughs> Giving a shit about gravity <laughs> and then also kicking stuff. Yep. Uh, it's, this is a good way to start a movie. It's not as like bombastic as Age of Ultron, but it is very, very good. Yeah, it's really good. 
and uh, yeah, yeah, they're just they're just been a, a team, team of uh, mercenaries uh, doing a job. Uh, yeah, an A team of sorts. Yes, the, sort, the A stands for Avengers, of course. Um, um, how do you feel about this cap suit? You know what? I didn't pay much attention, but I, I, I don't hate it. Obviously, because I obviously like if it's not bad enough to like attention. be a glaring thing exactly. That just, distracts you at every turn yeah it's fine yeah um wish it mm, I'm, I'm of two minds about it i do actually quite like it but i tend to like the age of ultron suit a little bit better because the red's mm. more vibrant but yeah. the the muted colors kind of work for the tone of this movie so yeah mm-hmm. it's fine i guess uh i can see uh, so this is directed by the russo brothers again who did winter soldier mm-hmm. uh and i feel like they they learned since that movie that uh you know the, the editing on the action is is pretty good throughout this movie and uh the the scene where nat's beating up those dudes and she like gets the uh stuff the vial of uh, <laughs> yeah, the disease stuff vial of whatever it is uh yeah like that that's edited and shot really well uh, and a lot of the action throughout the movie is, is shot and edited really well too yeah, I think that is maybe her most watchable action up to this point, which is yeah, nice. Uh, she so often too. gets the shaft because she does all the flippy shit, and yeah. the camera decides to go fucking wild at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa, you can't see what she's doing. I'd love to. I really would. <laughs> um, um, man, Crossbones' pneumatic gauntlets are fucking cool, huh? Yeah, those are cool. Give me, like, he, weird punch cool. gloves. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. cool. He, and he also looks, like, surprisingly comic accurate for a movie that's so, like grounded i guess for a superhero movie yeah uh he says at one point i don't walk like that no more yeah yeah because he gets stunned in the neck and he just doesn't fucking feel it <laughs> i'm like well how the fuck do you work like <laughs> barely not, he's held apart are you not human anymore are you just like a robot you he's basically be... falling apart at the seams i guess so um, um steve just whipping dudes around by their ankles bam bam style yep that's <laughs> good cool that's always good. Love oh. a good ankle throw. It's real good. And does some fun shield ricochet shit. It is very good mm. action. Uh, he he does getting... exit that building very hard. <laughs> I was going to say, he does end up getting blown out that building. He's fine, though. <laughs> the landing particularly like lands on his ribs on the corner of the fucking building. Yeah. <laughs> it looks real rough. Uh, Crossbones uh, sets up the fact that he won't be back. He says, uh, I, I won't be back. <laughs> and <to laughs> he his very team. clearly says that. <laughs> yeah. He also he, grenades two of his own team. He does, yeah. What a jerk. Uh, Cap gets the bomb on his shield and he throws it up in the air. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, like, they play Crossbones surprisingly smart. Yeah. He, he gets the shield out of play by putting a bomb on him. So, you know, Cap has to fucking get rid of that shit. And then when the time comes to blow himself up, he distracts the fuck out of Steve. He does it yep. really well. Steve's like, what? Bucky, hang on. Let me just completely zone the fuck out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's w- Wanda blows up the building. No, Rumlow blows up the building. Wanda facilitates. Yeah, well, either way, you know. Potato, potato. You know what I mean? Yeah, my note here is literally, I mean, Wanda still saved people. She just collateraled a different bunch of people. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Now, at MIT, Tony Stark demonstrates barf. 
That's what it says here. Binarily augmented retroframing or BARF. God, I got to work on that acronym. You sure do, buddy. That definitely Uh, won't come back to bite him. Definitely not another thing that Tony Stark was a fucking idiot about. Well, it's not even him that it bites. It's someone else. Uh, A piece of technology aimed to recreate and relive old memories and follows with a speech where he introduces a grant being awarded to all students, giving them all the proper funding to move forward with their own inventions and ideas. Before leaving the stage, he's shaken when the teleprompter makes reference to Pepper Potts, whom he has broken up with over his refusal to give up being Iron Man. Outside, he's confronted by Miriam Sharp, whose son was killed in the battle with Ultron in Sokovia, whose story shakes... T- this this synopsis loves shaking Tony. Like, this, just this in paragraph. In fairness, alone. he's pretty shaken. He's, he's very shooketh. shaken. He is super shooketh. Uh, Star- uh, shakes Stark, especially when he- she says that she blames him for her son's death. Not Ultron, which it, it, I mean, again, you could, potato, you, could, potato. you could blame Ultron and it's still blaming Stark. <laughs> exactly. Uh, first of all, this uh, de aging is like the best de aging in the whole series. Uh, this young RDJ they've got here is fucking insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is very, very good. It's really fucking good. My first note here about Tony is: Hey, Tony does need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yep, BARF is an acronym that exists. Yep, uh, and again, one that will come back to bite everyone that isn't Tony Stark later. Exactly. <laughs> Much like everything Tony Stark does. It's not directly his problem, so he doesn't need to worry about it. Um, <laughs> he's very jumpy. When the lady like pulls out a photo, he like goes to fucking grab her arm and disarm yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess rightfully so. There is a yeah, point later I mean, in the movie where he almost gets shot in the face. Yeah. Um, the pepper subplot's weird. It doesn't really uh, need to be here. I think it's it's just there to make Tony that more on edge. And it doesn't need to be there. But he is acting incredibly emotional in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something needs to justify it. Because we... <sighs> feel like this is almost a 180 on his usual character traits yeah. like he, he's usually very anti-authoritarian he's very much right. you know power to the people kind of guy he doesn't like a lot of mm. oversight yeah and then uh this one lady talking to him he flips almost entirely on that and mm. he like tries to justify it later but um I don't know. I, I it has to play into his like emotional well being, and for that, I guess it makes sense. But it also they bring it up once or twice, and yeah. they don't really do much with it. Yeah, I, I think there was a, a contract negotiation thing with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow at the time, and which meant she she couldn't be in the movie, and so I guess they felt they needed to have something. But again, I mean, they didn't have her in Age of Ultron. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, we get our second community cameo here with Jim Rash. Yep. Uh, we, uh, where are we? Here I have we got are. this killer idea for a self-cooking hot dog. Basically, chemical detonator. Restrooms this way, yeah? Yeah, it, it, embedded in the meat shaft. In the meat shaft <laughs> is... Embedded in the meat shaft. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have that, like, <laughs> engraved on my headstone. It's so good. Embedded in the meat shaft. It's pretty perfect. Uh, yeah. I, I like that that precedes this well-earned guilt trip. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, very good. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, this all makes sense for Tony to get him to the point where he needs to be for the rest of the movie, I guess. Yep, he needs to be a, a weirdly authoritarian jackass. Here we go. Speaking of jackasses, one month after the incident in Lagos in their headquarters, the Avengers are visited by Stark and Thaddeus Ross uh, waiting for them. Ross explains that due to the events of New York, Washington, New York, Washington, D.C., Sokovia, and the recent disaster in Lagos, for this reason, the United Nations... This is really poorly... Grammed. Yes. <laughs> for this reason, the United Nations has decided that the Avengers, they... Again. I'm going to read this as it's written, okay? Yeah, no, I, that's fine. For this it's reason... how it's always been. For this reason, the United Nations has decided that the Avengers, they can no longer be allowed to operate privately. (sighs) To that end, it has been decided that the Avengers will sign the Sokovia Accords that is approved by 117 countries, which will establish an international panel to control the Avengers movements, as well as monitor and police the rapidly growing number of enhanced individuals. Might as well just read the next part. The the team, team is divided over the act. Stark supports government oversight because he feels guilty for his role in creating Ultron and the devastation Ultron caused. He also feels that the Avengers need to take more responsibility for the consequences of their actions, as he did when he discovered Stark Industries was secretly shipping weapons to Ten Rings. However, Rogers worries that the Avengers may be compromised if it comes under the control of a nefarious third party, such as the infiltration of S.H.I.E.L.D. by HYDRA. Ross states that that refusing to sign the Accords will be seen as an act of resignation. All right, so um, this bit actually starts with um, Wanda watching the like the newscast, right? Yes. So right. that's where we get introduced to T'Chaka, uh, King of Wakanda, speaking about accountability. As yep. well, we don't know this in this moment, but we'll find out in a few movies' time that mm-hmm. you know he's a hero in his own right. He's obviously talking right. from experience. Yes. Um, I've got a note here. Wanda's to blame. Steve's to blame. Everyone's to blame. Hey, where were Vision and War Machine? <laughs> <laughs> they were just, they were just chilling, hanging out. You know, just hi. I don't know. That's a great question. Never thought about why they weren't there at the beginning of the movie. Sure, would have been good to have Vision, the guy who can make people like phase through the fucking ground and shit. He's too busy dry, trying on casual clothes, you know, <laughs> and not He's- understanding how doors work. Exactly. He just he's just been casual viz over here. He doesn't need to go out and do things with his powers that are really good and could be helpful. Imagine just beating Ultron and just being like, well, time to go get an office job, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just he's not around to be a normal do. guy for a bit, you know. I don't have to eat, but it would be, be nice to like learn how to cook, I guess. I guess. Make Who the it. fuck would make Thaddeus Ross Secretary of State? That's a great question, too. Hasn't he fucked up so many times with that whole Hulk thing? <laughs> Come on. Hey, he didn't Hey, he didn't lose the Hulk. The, the Avengers did. He also you made a, a, an anti-Hulk. Nah, nah. He made a worse Hulk. That's the Avengers' fault, too. Who will we'll blame them? It was before Somehow. the Avengers. Nah, oh. it's, it's all them. It's all their fault. There's a, a bit during this discussion where... 
Um, and he's like, you know, some people will call you heroes, other people will call you vigilantes. And Wanda looks at him and goes, and which would you call us? You, you don't need to ask. He would 100% be in Team Vigilante. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ross Obviously. doesn't give a fuck. He hates all of you. This is This entire meeting is held under a thin veneer of, God, I fucking hate you people. Mm-hmm. I like how he just, like, guilt trips them into into this thing because he shows, <laughs> he's like, remember that time you blew up this city and also all of these, killed all these people? Now, Re- don't, don't, remem- don't remember the aliens, though. The aliens had nothing to do with it. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the Nazis? No, don't worry about, no, no Nazis. You did this. You guys, by yourselves, did this. Especially, especially the last one, because that actually was their fault. But yeah, well, one of their faults, or two of their faults, really. Well, I mean, look, you know, I mean, what if Vision was there? No, but like Crossbones is sort of a, a a problem born of at least one of them, and he was there to definitely blow up Captain America. So you mm. could say that it was Captain America's fault. And then he, and then he, right at the end of the video, he shows a close up of a dead girl's face, <laughs> and he's yeah. like. What the fuck, Ross? <laughs> we she- get the point, dude. <laughs> but also, I uh, feel like he probably should have led with Lagos and gone up in scale because he starts with right. New York, DC, and Sokovia and then ends uh, with Lagos, which is like, right. we've leveled New York. <laughs> the least. Uh, we've destroyed a shit ton of Washington, DC. We dropped right. a fucking city out of the sky and also we blew up this corner of a building. <laughs> Which I don't want to like minimize the right, the yeah, impact here, but there like are, there are there is a scale issue. Yeah, 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 uh, and it's clear that Lagos is you know obviously our most recent one, and it's the most personal one because Wanda is like personally impacted by it. But like, they fucking leveled New York and Washington and yeah. dropped a building, dropped a fucking city out of the sky. Yes, perspective, <laughs> perspective. Um... So yeah, they discuss everything here, and this is where they lay out uh, what team everyone's on. Really, kind of. They not a huge amount of the t- like. Hmm. There are a couple of people who feel undecided by the end of this first meeting, and there are really only two who are on Cap's team, and that's including Cap. <laughs> sure, but I do like that while um, while Steve's like reading over the accords. Mm-hmm. It's shot in a way that Rhodes and Wilson are kind of like the angel and the devil on his shoulder talking about the pros and cons. Yeah. They're like literally behind him to his sides talking about pro and right. uh, con. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, we we get to... Oh, do you have anything else to say about this? I, this I do, I do. Vision chimes in. With his like mathematical mumbo jumbo, which yeah. is great because Wilson calls it out as being like, "Oh yeah, no, this will clear things up." The robots talking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he says, "In the eight years since uh, Stark came out as Iron Man, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Mm-hmm. So all I'm gathering from that is that uh, this is not the Avengers' fault. This is Stark's fault, <laughs> as always. Everything is <laughs> is Tony Stark's fault because we've had superheroes before Iron Man. We had Captain Marvel in 1990, I want to say six and 95. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere, around somewhere around there. We had Captain America in World War Two. Mm-hmm. None of this shit was happening then. Right. All Tony's fault. All Tony's fault. You're being uncharacteristically non-hyperverbal. I wonder if Joss Whedon wrote that line because it, it's very 
Would. It's very verbose for <laughs> yeah. a, a line that doesn't need to be that. <laughs> right. Uh, it's an interesting line. Anyway, meanwhile, retired Zarpov is ambushed by Helmut Zemo, who asks for <laughs> Helmut Zemo, who asks for information regarding the 1991 mission. Karpov refuses, forcing Zemo to kill him. That's a short. Yeah, and it culminates in my favorite reading of the line "Go to hell." Because mm-hmm. it's, he says it, go to hell. He like really <laughs> yeah. spits that out. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is where, this is the, the giant title across the screen that I don't like. Mm-hmm. It says Cleveland against, <laughs> against the guy just sitting at a table eating food. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. Uh, <laughs> it does need to be like a big landscape shot right. sort of thing. It needs to be an establishing shot. That's what exactly. It it's so dumb. It's like, it doesn't need, you don't need to tell us it's Cleveland. It's fine. <laughs> You're right. That is very, very stupid. Um, you know what else is stupid in this scene? Mm. So Zemo's got this guy tied up upside down with his head in the sink, right? Yeah. And uh, he's he's drowning him. He's got the sink. Okay, I know, I know football. where you're going. I Could this guy going. not fucking do a sit up? <laughs> exactly. Could he not like just... Kind of crane his neck. He, his his head is not that far into the sink. I know, and then li- the water is literally splashing over the edge. He could just lift his head a li- little bit. All, out you, need, of the all water. you need is your mouth to be out of it. Even that, yeah. <laughs> but maybe this guy's just tired of life. Which fair enough. Maybe. It looks like he's living a pretty shitty one. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He just wanted to kill himself. I guess things have went all downhill since the fucking Soviet Union disbanded. <laughs> Zemo just gave him what he wanted. That's all it was. Yeah, he just had to like pretend like he didn't want it. Like, oh no, no, don't kill me. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Hands him a gun. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> um, well, life's just not worth living now that he's fucking gotten his car hit. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's that scene. Uh, during their debate about the Accords, Rogers learns that Peggy Carter has passed away in her sleep and abruptly leaves for her funeral in London. While there, he learns Sharon Carter was Peggy's great niece as she delivers a eulogy about how one should never back down from what they believe in. This solidifies Rogers' resolve not to sign the Accords. Wanda finds herself confined to the facility by vision, ostensibly for her safety since emotions are running high after what happened in Lagos. Um, the, the, just the text saying she's gone, uh, mm-hmm. is very yeah. sad. And Steve is having a rough month. Yeah. It's, it's a, a bad, shit time. It's a bad time to be Steve Rogers, which it is. is hard to believe. Cause look at him. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> there were, there were parts of this film while, I, uh, where I was having dinner and I had yeah. Lauren, like, jotting down dumb bullshit I was saying, and some of the notes are fucking incomprehensible and also <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, giving giving um, comic book caps, like, plant yourself like a tree and say, no, you move speech to yeah. uh, Sharon Carter as, like, a galvanizing agent to sort of solidify yeah. his anti-registration well, sense. They give it to, they give it to her by way of Peggy, so it's really Peggy that says Oh, yeah. But, like, giving it to the film in that context, rather yeah. than having Cap already start with that, yes, I, I think is very smart because it's one of the best things about that comic book storyline. Yeah. Uh, that, that quote is fucking great. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, if you needed a reason for Cap to be like, nope, I'm I'm sticking with this, and now my stubborn side's going to kick in. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, that was the way to do it. They introduce the two point of views very well, uh, and make both sides make sense and have their strong points, and then they follow it up with this scene and that line, and then it makes Steve's viewpoint even feel even stronger. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just looking at Tony Stark every scene he's in. Especially that first one while they're discussing the Accords. I'm like, mate, aren't you retired? The f- <laughs> yep. Like, three of the four things that Ross brought up are things that you had a direct hand in and you're retired mm. and you no longer have to deal with the consequences of these, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He just, he doesn't get any uh, comeuppance no, for anything he he's really done. No, he really doesn't. Not until... <laughs> he gets away with everything. Not until the ultimate comeuppance. Well, of course, but again, even then, he's the hero, so... Yeah, fuck! I hate this <laughs> fucking franchise! <laughs> God damn it! Ah, oh, my, my hatred for Tony Stark knows no bounds. It's all stuff. Iron Man 3, yeah, second best way, yeah. movie. It really is good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's another movie where he directly caused the problem by getting that guy to almost commit suicide. Yep. What a fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Um, we, we get the scene with Vision and Wanda cooking. Oh, yes. Um, it's it's cute. They're nice. I like them together. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, oh, hang on. Wait. Is that here? Oh, that might be later because I've... Wait, where is it? No, no. We did, because you did mention that um, Wanda's sort of under house arrest. No, it's it's later because it's it's after after we're introduced to uh, T'Challa and right um, during the whole funeral procession sort of mm-hmm. sequence, uh, you get a little bit of uh, Black Widow's whole like MCU long character arc about found family and all yep. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's nice. It's not necessarily her story, but she does have like little bits to do here and there. Yeah, um, she's, I mean, she's, she's Black Widow. She, she wants to, she wants to be on both sides. She's always in the gray area. She, she doesn't want to pick sides most of the time. Well, her main thing here is that she doesn't want her new family to break up. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good for her character. In Vienna where the signing of the Accords is to take place, a terrorist bomb kills King T'Chaka of Wakanda. When security reveal security cameras reveal the suspect as Bucky Barnes, T'Chaka's son T'Challa vows revenge. Against Romanoff's advice, Rogers and Wilson decide to go behind Ross's back and bring in Barnes themselves. Following a tip-off by Carter and a grueling chase, Barnes is captured and Rogers, Wilson, and T'Challa are arrested for obstruction of justice. Yep, this is all. Hey, you know what you love about these movies? What? What? <laughs> you what love do I love about super these jumps. You love I a good do super, love super jump. jumps. Yeah. You know who else has super jumps? It's not just Captain America. Because now we have Black Panther. He does a little super jump to try and save uh-huh. his dad from that bomb. He, he does it too late, but he Bucky. does do one. Bucky's got a super jump. Bucky kind of has one. It's not as super. I mean, it's a pretty good jump. Yeah, but. Steve clears a lot more distance from a lot lower. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
Like I, uh, I feel like I feel like um, Bucky's more impressive thing there is the landing, despite not being like a quote unquote super soldier on the same caliber as Steve. Mm-hmm. But you know, he lands, he doesn't die, and it's a pretty good jump. <laughs> Definitely doesn't die. Good job, uh, everyone. We get uh, T'Challa and T'Chaka. We we only get like five seconds of their relationship, but uh, um, you know when that bomb goes off, uh, fucking uh, Bozeman sells that shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fucked up. Who who knew Chadwick Boseman is a was a hell of an actor. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you said it. We didn't really get a lot of time with T'Challa and T'Chaka, but you, you hmm. feel that there's a an appropriate father son relationship yeah. going on mm-hmm. there. That it makes sense, and we'll get yes. to see that fleshed out a little bit later, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting that T'Challa's stance on the Accords is Accords, yes. Politics, no. Uh, which you know what i tend to agree with him but what side does that put him on much like uh every other person in wakanda uh it's their own side yeah you know whatever's best for wakanda it's true um hey it's worked out for them so far yeah um i i kind of want to say that it puts him on steve's side because steve is arguing for accountability but accountability to themselves right uh, which is more of the, you know, two people in a room rather than an entire room of a hundred people debating. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He, Black, Black Panther in this movie, he's, he just, he's got one mission. He's got one goal. He has a very basic story arc, but it's, you know, it's his introduction. Exactly. And he isn't the main character here. Um, Bucky caught on film like Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That happens. Uh, Cap goes to look for him, and he's in uh, he's in his apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. In Bucharest. And, yeah, and uh, Bucky's just there behind him. But Bucky sure is a sneaky boy, or Captain, or Cap's deaf, one or the other. He just. Well, I, I kind of assume right that Cap's like got really good senses because like he he's supposed to have really good senses. Did yeah. he know that? Bucky was there the entire time and then just it's a great question because he does like turn to look at him at a certain point and Bucky doesn't make any particular noises to indicate that he's in the room right I guess Steve's just like eh he's not gonna fucking hit me he's Bucky (laughs) what's he gonna do hit me in the back of the head this whole like action sequence is really good Uh, when Bucky fucking whips that table through the door yes (laughs) that's really good Bucky like Uh, punching through the ground to get his fucking bug out bag and shit Yep. Throwing dudes down that stairwell and Steve. Mm-hmm. Like, the action of Bucky just panicking and trying to get the fuck out of there. Right. And not really caring who he hurts on the way out. Mm-hmm. And then Steve trying his best to not let anyone die on the way out. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, they're, they're cooperating, but they're also kind of not. There's also great... Shot where there's like a guy out the window and Bucky just throws Steve through the window at yes! the guy. <laughs> Fuck the shield, throw Steve. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, we got six super. Like, I've just summarized this entire thing in one note. Six super soldier shit. Yep. We've got the, the double grenade counter where Steve like bats one away and then puts his shield on top of another one mm-hmm. to like smother it. Yep. You got Bucky using his arm as a shield to protect mm-hmm. him from bullets, which is always fun. 
Um, we also got Bucky saying, I won't kill anyone, followed by him immediately caving a man's <laughs> chest in with a cinder block. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got a uh, like SWAT team breach in clear going on, which is then anti-breached. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when uh, Bucky, what does he do, like punch the wall down next to the door? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got some battering ram battery. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Bucky gets the fucking handheld battering ram on his one arm and punches the shit out of dudes, and it's fucking (laughs) great. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Super jumps. Super jumps, followed by the Black Panther reveal. Catman! Catman, let's fucking go. Uh, Now, T'Challa had a much smaller role in the earlier drafts of this movie and did not even appear in costume, as the writers intended to put more focus on Spider-Man and save Black Panther's origin for his own movie. However, when it looked like Marvel would not be getting permission to use Spider-Man, Black Panther's role was beefed up significantly. By the time they did get to use Spider-Man, T'Challa had already become so integral to the plot that they decided to leave his role as it was and give Spider-Man a smaller part. That's Um, interesting. I think ultimately the right call? I think so, yeah. Especially... more. I was going to say, especially because Black Panther's getting his own movie, but Spider-Man gets his own movie too, so... Yeah. I don't know, like, the way that they've done it, the way they've introduced Black Panther, you could have done him as just T'Challa this entire Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And that would have been fine, but no one... At this point, unless you've got a really, like, intricate origin story that you need to flesh out on screen no one likes origin stories that much anymore i find mm-hmm. um so like doing all of that in the background of another movie is a mm-hmm. good way to do it spider-man yep. we don't need an origin story we fucking know nope. spider-man mm-hmm. if i ever see another spider-man origin story i'm gonna rip my fucking eyes out <laughs> you won't uh, have to yeah i hope not um fingers crossed <laughs> yeah um. Yeah, no, I think they they've handled it really well. I get why Spider Man would be the one that they would originally go with, considering his he's like, Spider Man. Well, he is Spider Man. He's the John Cena of Marvel Comics. Sure. Um, but like, he's he's pretty central to the comic book Civil War. Yeah, he is the member of Team Tony who. Uh, realizes he fucked up and switches to Team Cap, mm-hmm. who also then, like... Here's why I think it's a good thing that they didn't use, like, Spider-Man in this sense. Yeah. Because if you did, and you wanted to go as true to the comic as fucking possible, then <clears throat> it winds up with Aunt May dying, and Peter Parker has to make a deal with the devil, and mm-hmm. then it's... Look... I mean, that's Civil what we... Civil War goes in some dumb places. It's what we eventually got with uh, No Way Home. It really is. In a but way. Like, but... but not as dumb. Not as not as dumb, no. Not nearly as dumb. No. So, you know, well done, MCU. You've improved in some places. <laughs> uh, Chadwick Boseman underwent a vigorous training program to get in fighting shape for the character. While admittedly not a big reader of comics as a kid, Boseman read as many comics as possible for anything... Black Panther related. He also recycled his accent. He learned for message from the King for this character. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a good accent. It is like, if you had told me (laughs) if I didn't know that that wasn't his normal speaking voice, I just kind of would have assumed that it was because it it sounds very natural coming out of him. Yeah. It's good. Um, 
how about that car chase action sequence? It's not really yeah, a car chase, for but like a, that foot chase. For a series of movies that don't have chases, this, they, this series they sure chases, has chases. They just don't have that many car chases. There's cars. There are cars. Captain but America drives a car. a car. He steals a car that drives yeah. it. You're right. <laughs> fucking uh, Bucky steals and mounts a motorbike in one swift motion. It's the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about this scene, the chase, is that a lot of it is practical. Uh, they have the actors and stuntmen on like, uh, like tarps or whatever. Thing? Yeah, and they like pull them with the cars, and then yeah, they're so like, they're running on top of a thing that's also moving. Yes, uh, love that super soldier shit, man. See, <laughs> yeah. seeing dudes outrunning cars is fucking rad. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, there's that's also. So you've got the sick motorbike hijack and mount combo followed mm-hmm. almost immediately by Panther uh, like grabbing Winter Soldier and wall running while yeah. on the motorbike yeah. and like running up the side of the tunnel. It's fucking- Yeah, that was good. God, it's so cool. Steve jumps out of the car as it like rolls. There is a moment like very similar to this exact sequence in Age of Ultron where he escapes like two cars that are flipping out behind him. Yeah. And mm. as I was watching this scene, I'm like, I, I've fucking seen this somewhere before. <laughs> but I do like that he just sort of steps out of the car before it flips, and then he just starts outrunning the flipping car like it's a normal thing to do. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Captain America, everybody. What a it's fucking a f- man. It's a fun time. Good scene. And uh, ends with them all getting arrested. Yeah, by War Machine. Yeah. The the ultimate uh, government man. Um. <laughs> Yeah, who who would not have guessed that fucking Rhodey was going to be on pro-registration side? Oh, the military man? I guess Cap is also technically, but... He's, yeah, but... He's, he's, dem- he's demonstrably fucking anti-authoritarian at this exactly. point. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, Fun little thing, War Machine's Ultron tally on the right side of his chest plate. Oh, yeah. He's got, like, little Ultron skulls, which I assume mm. are kills confirmed during I Sokovia. Guess- I yeah, I, I okay sure. It's I'll, a fun I'll, detail. I, I like it a lot. I noticed that before, but I will have to have a look. Uh, we get this is the scene with Vision and uh, Wanda. Vision's adventures in cooking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't actually ever eaten anything before. Yes. Yep. We know that he's making paprikash, which I assumed was a made-up thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't, I don't know what it is. I assume it has paprika in it. Oh, it absolutely um, does. So here we go. Here's the ingredients. Uh, we need uh, two to two and a half pounds of chicken pieces, preferably thighs and drumsticks. Uh, kosher salt. What is kosher salt? It's salt that is kosher. But what does that, what does that mean? I don't know exactly, but I do believe it's supposed to draw moisture out better than normal salt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, a, not a food man. Not a food man? I've, I've never actually eaten before. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Uh, two to three tablespoons of unsalted butter. Two pounds of yellow onions. Uh, freshly ground black pepper. Two tablespoons of sweet, sweet paprika. Preferably Hungarian. One <laughs> teaspoon of hot paprika or cayenne. Uh, what? One... Wait. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just learning that cayenne pepper is a fucking kind of paprika. Sure. Yeah, it's, a, it's a peppery... Peppery pepper. I just assumed uh, that paprika was its own thing. 
Yeah, anyway, we cannot go on the ra- down the rabbit hole on this. <laughs> <laughs> One cup of chicken broth, half a cup of sour cream. Uh, so, uh, Vision seems to have forgotten one of the paprikas at least. Maybe both. Well, it sounds like he's using something that is not paprika. Mm. The way that Wanda reacts to it. That's right. Specifically yeah, she because she like tastes it and she's like, that is not paprika. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, he's got a real way with words. He mm. opens this conversation by saying, Wanda, nobody's afraid of you. <laughs> Well, nobody's scared of you. Yeah, yeah. And she's just and like, she just looks uh, at him like, thank you? Are you coming on to me? <laughs> the answer is yes. We are setting up the relationship between Viz and Wanda. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice scene, but then ends with the creepy shit of Wanda basically being trapped. Yeah, my, my note here is Wanda under house arrest officially. Fuck the Accords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But also her, her accent is kind of in and out here, I think. Mm-hmm. I think this, mm, no, nah, no, it's probably worse than Age of Ultron, but I noticed it a lot more here, I think. There, yeah, it depends on the movie, really. If after this one, it's like, yeah, she, she'll either not have an accent or it'll just appear every now and then. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like in anything post-Endgame, it's fine for her to not have it because she's been in the States for a while, and eventually accents fade. Yeah, except she no does No one knows what the fuck my it. accent is. She has yeah. she she puts on a different accent for WandaVision because that's like her American television dream, and then when she's out of that, she's she's back to her regular accent. That is true. What I'm trying to think if she has one in Multiverse of Madness. I don't think she does. I think she does. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to watch Multiverse of Madness again, I guess. I guess so. It's not like uh, I'm contractually obligated to watch bummer. my third favorite Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, while fuck ba- the Accords. <laughs> while Barnes is in, uh, in captivity in Berlin, Rogers and Stark argue about the Accords further, with Rogers nearly convinced to sign until he learns of Wanda's in-house arrest. At a power grid station outside the city, a box sent by Zemo contains an E-bomb, which explodes and shuts down the electricity for the entire city, including the cameras and computers that were monitor- monitoring Barnes. Barnes is released by Zemo, who uses Hydra's trigger words to send him on a rampage. Uh, released. Uh, Barnes kind of releases himself. Yeah, he sure does. Hey, uh, E-bomb, if only there were a word for some sort of electromagnetic <laughs> pulse explosion that disables electronics. Yeah, E-bomb. Like uh, uh, E-M, no, e- E-bomb. That's E-bomb. It. Rogers and Wilson intervene just as Barnes is escaping containment with Rogers attempting to calm Barnes while Wilson chases after Zemo, who is attempting to flee the facility. Zemo escapes and Barnes nearly gets away in a helicopter before being caught by Rogers. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, he does. Oh. God damn. I've got to fan myself off. I've got the vapors. <laughs> uh, first of all, um, we'll talk about Tony and Steve here. Uh, you know, they, they, at the beginning of this little chat they have, they're showing that they've come to kind of respect each other and respect each other's viewpoints. Yeah, right? like they are very clearly different characters. They They should not mesh, but they get along surprisingly well. Right. Uh, until Tony lets it slip that Wanda's <laughs> under house arrest. 
Yeah. And then Steve's immediately like, fuck you, Tony. What the yeah. fuck? And like, he's right to do so, I think. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> the fact that Tony just had that on lock, he wasn't mentioning it up until the point that he thought Steve was sold. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck, Tony? Yeah. You fucking dirtbag. God damn it. There's a and reason he- Pepper left. And then, then he tries to explain himself with the, uh, she's, uh, they don't, something. They don't grant visas to nukes? Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, some bullshit. Some Tony Oh, no, they, they don't grant, uh, they don't grant visas to weapons of mass destruction. Right. Which, yeah, fair, but now you're on, like, Ross's fucking wavelength where he sees you all more as weapons than as people, and that's a fucked up thing right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't like that. Not no. a fan at all. Before we get to this point, though, mm-hmm. you have a fun little uh, police car ride with yep, uh, yep. Falcon Cap and Black Panther all in the same car. Uh-huh. Where uh, the Birdman says, you like cats? <laughs> right. And also T'Challa's really bad at making conversation and making new friends because he just immediately threatens both Steve and Bucky. <laughs> Yeah, he's not mu- he's not much for making friends right now. He's he's got a again, like I said, he's on a mission. He's, he knows what he wants. Sam's not good at it, but at least he's trying. <laughs> right. Uh, Black Widow always there to say, "I told you so." Yep. Um, I <laughs> like Tony slash Pepper on a break. Nobody's fault, and I've got this all in quotes. And then in uh, parentheses, I've got begins listing the ways it's totally his fault. <laughs> Good old Tony. Tony, Tony. who could ever, who could ever figure out women? They're a mystery. Making (laughs) new elements, fucking easy. Women, bitches be crazy. (laughs) Uh, yeah, we get, we got our electrical MacGuffin. (laughs) Yeah, E bomb. Get that power out. Uh, also, you know, Bucky obviously could have broken out anytime he wanted to, but he didn't. Yeah, because he's, he's trying to be the new Bucky. He doesn't exactly. want to be Winter Soldier anymore. Um, we got a, a line from Tony, doing what needs to be done to stave off something worse, mm-hmm. like Ultron? Like that. Similar I don't think to that. that turned out too well. In fact, thing. that might have caused all of this. Similar you thing. silly fuck. Uh, we have the bird costume line, where oh, all right, of yep. uh, Cap and... Falcon's shit has been impounded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get a receipt for it. Just says bird costume. Uh, oh, I don't uh, think I got. I don't think I got that uh, line here in my things. Nah, I didn't. You know what I really like about um, these sort of big plan intrigue sort of movies mm-hmm. is when the characters are putting together the pieces, and they've done it just a second too late. Yeah. And that's what Sharon and Sam and Steve are doing in this little fucking meeting <laughs> right. room. And they're all just working out the Zemo shit and they're like, wait a minute, why would they do this if not to... Dr- this is just to draw Bucky out and then the power goes out. And like, yes. It's a fun time. Perfect. God, this is a real Joker plan though, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Everything has to go perfect. But Even that's the stuff like, that goes wrong goes perfectly wrong. That's like Zemo's whole thing, this whole movie, is that everything has to go perfect for... The entire plan to work, even yeah, the- it really sets him up as a, a very calculated operator. But holy shit, at least it makes more sense for him than like the Joker. Uh huh. 
Uh, we get Tony's line. Please tell me you brought a suit. Sure did. It's a lovely Tom Ford three-piece two-button. I'm an active-duty non-combatant. He's an active-duty non-combatant, which uh-huh. means he won't be fighting in this movie. There's, no, he's no, just going to stay out of it. He's uh, he's a paper paperwork guy now. He's pushing paperwork, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no no uh, more collateral from his iron hands. Before he immediately goes to fight Winter Soldier. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> but hey, the iron glove is real cool. And he is that the way he like pulls it over his hand and then it's like a, I don't know. Just he, like a mini piece of the suit just yeah. to have with him. I would honestly choose the boots, but you know, that's just me. Well, yeah, the boots would be cool. Um, uh yeah this uh this is fun we um we get a another fight between uh bucky and uh black panther yeah and like black panther gets to come away with a bit of a win here he doesn't win definitively but he gets the rub yeah uh okay this is where my my lauren notes begin Mm-hmm. I've just got yes, Chris. Free those guns, which I assume is when he loses <laughs> the jacket post explosion. <laughs> yeah, uh, the iron glove is super cool. Mm-hmm. Agent Carter getting put through a table is fucking rough. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. God damn, the girls put in some fucking work here, and it looks incredible. But Jesus Christ, they get wrecked. Yeah, Nat. Uh, Nat's on uh, Winter Soldiers. She's got her legs wrapped around his neck. She's got him like a headlock with her legs. Yeah, and he like throws her on a table and um, uh, she says, uh, you could at least notice me or something. Yeah, the least you could do is recognize me. Right, yeah. Um, No Mercy Bucky is fucking scary and I love it. Yep. Uh, Good chunk for Black Panther. Holds his own and wins against Black Panther. Oh, oh man, that bicep curl. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god there's right, some I, fucking goals right there holy I've shit i just put there's the money shot god damn look at those biceps and yeah Whew. so uh i got some trivia here please uh, tell me about the bicep curl <laughs> trivia firstly tom hiddleston confessed that even though he did not appear in the film it contained one of his favorite moments in the marvel cinematic universe <laughs> the helicopter scene he enthused i mean chris evans does a bicep call with a helicopter if you don't love that we can't be friends <laughs> and then agreed uh, chris evans said of the famous helicopter shot that was really my arm and you know what i took a page of anthony mackie's book when we were doing avengers age of ultron for certain scenes i worked out just before the take and there were a bunch of scenes where i was the only one out of the cast doing it and i'd be embarrassed and feel shame so i didn't do it that often and then when we started civil war and mackie has no shame before each take, Mackie's just curling weights nonstop, and I thought, yeah, what are you doing, Chris? Just curl some weights. Who cares? I'm not going to worry about 20 people judging me as opposed to 200 million people seeing the scene forever. So before the helicopter scene, I lifted a lot of weights to get pumped. It's not like I woke up and I looked like that. That was me lifting weight for hours on end prior to filming that scene. There certainly was a lot of pressure. I was fully aware of what they wanted that shot to be. I wanted that shot to be great too. Man, man fucking understood the assignment and he nailed it. That is an nailed A hundred percent. I I rewatched that scene a few times just thinking, God <laughs> damn, that is the coolest shit in the world. He sold the fucking helicopter. Yeah. Bicep curls a helicopter trying to take off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so cool. And the way you like readjust good. midway, ah, oh, it's the fucking best. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I've got a, a, a Lauren note here that says, helicopters be dangerous, yo. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, he almost gets his head cut off and also yeah. the rest of his limbs. <laughs> that that would be the part 
that I assume I'm mentioning there. I guess so. Followed by, what is it with these two and plummeting into rivers in aerial vehicles? Just I get put, a room already. <laughs> I put, and here we are back in the water. Uh, also, it's it's followed by a very obviously CG guy carrying a CG guy in CG water. Uh, that like, I didn't shot. notice that it was obvious because I was still fanning myself from the <laughs> bicep curl. <laughs> You'd fainted. You oh. missed it completely. Oh, heavens. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting faint just thinking about it. Um... <laughs> It is, like, even if it is bad CG, which I did not notice, but you very well could be right. CG in these movies can be a little bit spotty. Um, yeah, it's not it's, it's not the best shot. It's a uh, direct reversal of the ending of of Winter Soldier, where mm-hmm. Bucky is, like, dragging Cap out of the fucking Potomac. That's the one in DC, right? Sounds good to me. Yep, sure. You could tell me it's anything. You could tell me it's butthole... <laughs> The butthole lake. It's a river for starters. It's butthole river. Butthole lake. <laughs> Big butthole. Wouldn't know the difference. You don't know the difference between a lake and a river? <sighs> of course I do, but fuck it. Jesus God, just go. Oh my God. <sighs> we get uh, a longer. Oh, hang on. Let me go back to the synopsis because we're yes. jumping around. We're, we're starting to move ahead of it. Uh, in a panic, he intentionally crashes the, the chopper and as it falls into the nearby river, pulls Rogers in with him before being knocked unconscious by the impact. After coming to his senses, Barnes tells Rogers that Zemo is headed for the abandoned Hydra facility in Siberia, where he and five other Winter Soldiers were created using the Super Soldier Serum he stole in 1991. Believing Zemo intends to release the other Winter Soldiers and unleash them on the world, Rogers calls upon Clint Barton for aid in freeing Wanda, which Barton agrees to since he feels he owes her a debt as her brother sacrificed himself to save his life in Sokovia. He manages to break into the Avengers compound and convinces Wanda to come with him, who uses her abilities to overpower Vision. Falcon decides to recruit Scott Lang to join the team as well, having been impressed by his abilities following their duel a few months prior. Lang, who is in awe at getting to meet Captain America quickly and easily, agrees to join Rogers. It is very easy for Scott Lang to agree. This is, yeah, well, that's probably the one part of the, the movie I, I don't like is Hawkeye and Ant-Man being a part of it. When Hawkeye has said he, he was quitting, he was out, he's going to stay with his family, be a family guy. Same with Scott. The, his whole last movie was him tr- proving that he could be a good dad and, and wanting to uh, and go straight by his- breaking the law. Well, yes, but I'm. You know what I mean. Like I know what you mean, but he does. He, he does it by breaking the law. Sure, but you would. Think- and 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 what greater good in this world is there than Steve Rogers? <laughs> sure, but again, he is told you could go to jail. <laughs> like this could end bad for you, and he's like, Look, nah. <laughs> the the entire the entire story arc. For, for Scott Lang and Ant-Man is being the hero that his daughter thinks he is. And mm. what kind of hero would say no to helping Captain America? Uh, sure. But again... <laughs> also, he's kind of a goof. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's a dumbass. Um, he's, a really, he's a really intelligent dumb shit. <laughs> sure. He's intelligent in ways... But in yeah, a lot yeah, of other he's, ways, he's, he's not very so much. smart in very specific uh, and very granular ways. But then also, he's a just kind of generally a dumbass. Yes, uh, we get a longer version of that scene from the end of Ant Man, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it's definitely extended. So. Yep. So, uh, you know, you know, it's Bucky because he's making fun of Steve for being short. <laughs> sure. Almost a hundred years ago. Can't read that in a museum or something. Yeah, something about uh, what was it? Putting newspapers in his shoes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, be a fucking hell of a museum if they put that info and they're like, "What the fuck? How did you even know this?" <laughs> Uh, uh, so this this is the point where they do the uh, the MacGuffin reveal, right? Oh, right, yeah the winter the Winter Soldiers. Yeah, oh. so uh, Bucky debriefs about the the Winter Soldiers, mm-hmm. and during the Super Soldier flashback, we get to see a bunch of them, including a lady who is portrayed by Heidi Moneymaker, who's mm-hmm. a regular MCU stunt woman slash stunt coordinator, and I think right. she also directed some Hawkeye episodes. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I was. It was weird because like I only know her face from the assembled series that she's in. Okay. And so when I saw her in this, I'm like, "Holy shit! It's fucking Heidi Moneymaker, the person with the coolest name in Hollywood." <laughs> it really is. It's is really good fucking name. good. Uh, um, yeah. This is. Uh, I, I like the saving Wanda. Sa- what the fuck is up with Vision? Just creeping in the corner in the dark. He's just. He's just floating there. <laughs> he's just hovering in the corner. Being a creepy what was fuck. he doing? I don't know. I think he's sleeping, but... Look, he hasn't figured... He's. You don't see it, but he's actually plugged into the wall. <laughs> he's just charging. Yeah. He, has to be, he has to be that close to the wall. It's a very short cable. <laughs> we don't have an extension. <laughs> and it didn't occur to him to sit on the ground or something. No, no, no. He's got to float. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's like... He's doing it in the dark. Not looking at anything in particular, just kind of looking out the window, mm. sort of. Yeah. And it's in the dark. And there's no mm. sound or anything. It's fucking no. weird vision. <laughs> He's a creepy fuck. I've just my only note here is creeper vision. That's it. But God uh. damn it, it's so weird, man. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, I like uh, the Bucky really sells the danger of the super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Like he he really sells me like these, these guys are like fucking worse than me. They're the right. fucking and they, even in the flashback he gets his shit rocked by them. But before you know dealing with them well enough during his little escape mm-hmm. with uh, the colonel dude. Yeah, but uh, you know you get a sense that these are a genuine threat and it would be scary if someone got their hands on them. Right. Yeah. Um. It's a it's a good um. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's a good thing to throw you off the actual red herring. Yeah, red. It's good red herring. That's what I'm. It's red herring. Also, something you keep on ice. Sure. Clint uh, uh, freeing Wanda and uh, Wanda pushing Vision through the ground. He gets it real rough. Yeah, he so does. He gets to be a fucking creep. I wonder how far down he went. Well, he seems to continue through, like, solid concrete for a good while. I have to assume that the Avengers compound has, like, sub-levels. Sure. I, like, think, he, I think he went actually, like, fully underground some, somewhere. You know what? I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I like Hawkeye and Wanda as a team. And yep. you know what? If the justification is that they had their little team bonding moment in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. plus, uh, you know, Clint is kind of obliged to help her because uh, her brother did die saving him sure 
and the dumbest death in the MCU. They did name their kid after him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not sure that's the same as like saving her from house arrest. They did name their kid after him. I don't know if that's enough. The guy did die. Did name their fucking after him. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> without that, we don't get to see Hawkeye being like genuinely very competent despite being the bow and arrow guy. <laughs> sure. Like he deals with Vision for a good little while, yeah. long enough to talk some sense into Wanda again, mm-hmm. which is becoming yeah. a running theme. Sure. Everyone has to talk sense into Wanda. Look, she's having a rough time. Yeah, it gets rougher for her, unfortunately. Yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, well, hopefully it gets better one day. Still waiting for the getting better. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is a great scene. And uh, yeah, uh, fucking uh, Scott meeting uh, Cap. Good. Good yep. stuff. I'm um, shaking your hand too long. <laughs> you sure are, buddy. Yeah, he's just, he's like saying it as he's sort of still shaking the hand. It's fucking great. He's looking around at everyone else. Looks at Wanda. I know you too. You're great. Um, where, uh, uh, I'm just reading this. Okay, we're, get, we're getting to the, all right. Let, let me it, just read it's the- funny because they've, they've really like cap loaded this side because the Stark stuff hasn't happened yet. But while we're yeah. still on the cap, the team cap stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, has it even talked about Sharon Carter yet? Because they've talked about recruiting Ant-Man, but that happens after they talk to Sharon and get their stuff back, right? It also happens after introducing the yes, other guy. the so... other guy. You know what? Talk about the other guy and we'll come back to this. All right. Back at the Joint Counter-Terrorist Center compound, Stark convinces Ross to give him 36 hours to bring his renegade comrades in and assembles Romanoff, T'Challa, James Rhodes, and Vision. Feeling he is still un- undermanned, Stark travels to New York City and meets... Peter Parker, a high school student who has been using enhanced agility and tensile webbing of his own design to fight crime while disguised as a spider-based hero known as Spider-Man. When Stark asks him why he's doing this, Parker explains that he understands the price of not doing the right thing. Uh, Trying to flee Berlin and reach Siberia before Zemo, Rogers and his team assemble at Leipzig Leipzig Halley Airport, where they hope to take a chopper out of the country. When sirens indicate the airport is being evacuated, Rogers instructs his team to suit up and travels to a chopper alone, where he's confronted by Stark alongside his allies. When Rogers refuses to back down, the Avengers get into a massive fight, which destroys a large section of the airport. Yes. So, is the uh, time and place setting title, is the really good one Queen's? Queens, bitch! Yes, Queens is such a good one. It's so <laughs> could it be because it's just like it's a. They know they know what Queens means in the end. In <laughs> in, in terms in Marvel. of Marvel, New York Queens yeah. is one thing. It's like if you'd put Hell's Kitchen up there. Exactly. Yeah, you put Hell's Kitchen. Oh, it's fucking it's Daredevil. So yeah, like Queens. Oh, we're seeing Spider Man, and and with that like super upbeat music, there was no way it wasn't just going to be like this really exciting feel-good moment to be like, oh, shit, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, So, Tom Holland is the youngest person to portray Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, being 19 years old at the time. Uh, Spider-Man was very nearly removed from the film as Sony Pictures originally rejected Marvel's proposal to allow them a cut of the profit if they could pull Spider-Man over. Despite the disappointment over the financial returns and critical reception of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, 
the Sony Corporation was still planning to expand their own Spider-Man universe with a Sinister Six spin-off film, Venom, and The Amazing Spider-Man 3. However... Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> when the latter fell through after Sony parted ways with Spider-Man performer Andrew Garfield, they decided to renegotiate the deal with Marvel again. Tom Holland commented on how intimidated he was when he came to screen test for Spider-Man, saying that Robert Downey Jr. took him aside and said, Listen, I remember my screen test for Iron Man. I remember how terrified I was. Just think of it as an audition. It's nothing too scary. If you get it wrong, we'll just start again. No pressure. Oh, well, that's that's nice. Um. God, fuck off, Sony. <laughs> I, fucking, <laughs> I fucking hate, I hate every Sony Spider-Man film after Spider-Man 3. Craven the Hunter, coming 2023. And that's the, okay, that's the shitty thing, because, like, I'm, a, there are a few Spider-Man f- villains that I will get, like, super excited for beyond Mysterio, uh-huh. <laughs> and Craven the Hunter is one of them. <laughs> what about Madam Web, coming 2024? Oh, kill me now. It's just, I'm just gonna like, I'm going to choke on my microphone. Can't wait for Morbius too. Ah, it's Morbin time. <laughs> it's Morbin time again. <laughs> that's the, that's a tagline. I just fully Morbius two electric Morbaloo. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> it couldn't be worse. So good. I hate it. Nothing but dancing. So oh fuck. Breaking. So anyway, <laughs> that one bit of that movie that I've seen. Um. So, how good is, like, Stark's silent face acting mm-hmm. in the scene where he's, like, trying to tell Peter, like, hey, sh- get the fuck on board, shut the fuck up. Yeah, and Peter's- Shut up, oh, Mr. play along. What? What are you doing? Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Peter. He does that, he does that little stutter. Did you, did you pick up on that? The little stutter? Has, the... Oh, Mr. Parker. What? What are you doing? Hey, I'm 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 uh, I love this whole thing. This whole scene's great. Uh, just skip the fucking origin for the third time. Get to the, you know, you know who this guy is. Like, you know, Spider-Man, you know where he comes from. You know what his powers are. Yeah. We get uh, like a brief overview. We get the suit, we get the webs, we get, we get the suit in a great way, which is Stark making fun of his stupid onesie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not a onesie. Yeah. It's kind of a onesie. Not a onesie. Uh, yeah, it's, this is, this whole scene's great. Uh, explaining why he's Spider-Man and what he does, what he does. Again, pa- skip Parker's over the origin. Whole, Parker's whole, and I'm going to use some French here, so excuse me. Parker's oh, whole raison d'etre oh, <laughs> would so put him French. It would put him squarely Baguette. in Team Cap. The Croissant. Whole... <laughs> you sound like the, the fucking chef from Little Mermaid. <laughs> le poisson, le poisson. How I love le poisson. <laughs> Oh, this was all worth it. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad I That's used That's where I get my French accent from. Yeah, this all makes sense. It's all... <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed it's not um, Beauty and the Beast, but that's fine. Uh, oh, I mean, anyway, that was later. Parker's whole deal, which I've put in parentheses, if you can help and you don't, then it's on you. Right. That would totally put him in Team Cap. Uh, it kind of puts him in Team Iron Man. Well... 
Cap's whole Tony, thing that, earlier look, is that look, if we're if we're not able to do our job and someone gets hurt, that's on us. Mm-hmm. But Tony's, even though Tony fucks it up every time, that's also his kind of thing. Is like he wants to he wants to stop thing the bad things from happening before they happen. Yes, but. That's not really what Peter's saying. Peter's saying when a bad thing happens and you are able to stop it, you should. Yes, but that's Tony, not preemptive. But in Tony's head, that's that's his idea of. of Tony's head is all sorts of fucked up. We've I, talked about this. Not, he needs therapy. I'm not. I'm agreeing. I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying in Tony's head that yeah. makes sense to him. In Tony's head, a lot of things make sense. Mm. Um. No, but I mean specifically with the things said in this film, the way that Steve like justifies not going with the Accords earlier, yeah, and what to- uh, what Peter says now about doing what he does and why, mm-hmm. that all lines up perfectly. Yeah, uh, I feel like if someone else had gotten to him first, he would have maybe gone on a different team, but no one no. fucking knew about him. Right. Uh, and also, he's a kid. I feel like he would have gone with whoever came to him first. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't I don't think he really... I mean, he's, he, he, he's definitely very starstruck. Yes. Because he's a nerd and it's Tony goddamn Stark. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, obviously, if, if one of the other Avengers came to him... Uh, he would have gone with them, yeah, for sure. He's he's also a big nerd for the Avengers, which he we would find have out sho- in his own movie. He would have one hundred percent shown up in Germany at the airport in his stupid one scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, I'm I'm like now imagining an alternate universe where he's Team Cap and he just shows up in the shitty homemade gear. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, it is. It is sad we didn't get that. Actually, now that I think about it. Ah, uh, oh well, maybe maybe one day when we reboot the MCU and we do things right. Oh God, Jesus. Crazy to think about that ever happening. Yeah, isn't it just? Uh. Um, so we've got some other stuff in here. Have we talked about, we've talked about him, uh, about Tony getting the team together, including Black Panther, correct? Mm-hmm. So we get so. the we get the little standoff between the Dora Milaje and Black Widow, the move or you will be moved. <laughs> right. And yeah. Black Panther's great reaction to that, just being like, I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. But maybe not. Not right here. Not right now. Maybe later. Maybe, maybe later when I'm feeling less revengey. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, um, so here's something that came up during my uh my viewing of this film. Mm-hmm. Widow entices T'Challa into the team by saying, I don't know where Bucky and Captain America are, but I know someone who does. Right. Uh, And then it cuts to Steve and Sam and Bucky meeting up with Sharon Carter to get their gear back. Right. The implication of that editing is that Sharon is the one that Widow knows who Mm -hmm. knows where they all are. Yeah, I... You mentioned to this you because I you had watched it before me, yeah, uh, and so I, I kept an eye on it just to see if I could pick up anything else happening there. And yeah, that does seem to be the implication. So then I have to ask: Is Sharon playing both sides, or is Widow just like tracking Sharon 
the second one definitely makes more sense to me, but yeah. with revelations in certain Disney Plus streaming series, I yeah. don't know if I can trust Sharon Carter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, we we could, but... Yes. Now, yeah, maybe just now looking back, maybe we, we think of her differently. Yeah. And also, she makes out with Steve, which is... Is that weird? I feel like it's weird. Especially uh, knowing the things that we know now. I guess. We do get this great uh, interaction. Can you move your Cena? No. <laughs> and then he, he like slowly moves to, moves to the side. They're That's... fucking... Oh my god. Wilson and Bucky having mm. the like weird rival buddy dynamic. Under oh. That's for later. Oh that is for later. I'm just turning up the volume on these. Uh, I do love the rival buddy dynamic between uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which, hey, we'll get more yep. of that later. We sure do. Um, yeah, it's good. It's really good. But you also get the bro nod when Sharon and Steve make out. <laughs> yeah. Cuts <laughs> back both. to them in the mini. They're just like, yeah, <laughs> <Both>. get it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah making out good. with the niece of your one true love. Totally normal. Mm. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't done that multiple times? Me. Oh. Multiple times? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, mm. I, I like that. Oh, hey. I haven't done it. I'm just saying, who hasn't? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. no definitely not me. <clears throat> um, I like that this movie is all of the new heroes and none of them get a big introduction. And that's great. Mm. Rolling starts on a lot of heroes. Uh, obviously, Ant-Man already had his big intro. So yep. he's the one least in need of one, except for maybe Spider-Man. Right. Uh, like, are there any origin stories more well-known at this point than Spider-Man and Batman? Superman, I guess. Superman. Yeah. So, like, Spider-Man doesn't need one. Black Panther doesn't... He does need one, but we kind of get it, and it's fine. Like, mm. we get all the justification we need. And, man, he literally just had a movie. We do not need this. Just roll on. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, no need for a big Ant-Man intro, and Rudd makes the most of his brief pre-fight moment to fanboy all over Cap, and it's great. Yes. It's very good. The whole, yeah, the whole Scott Lang meeting team-up thing, very good. Uh, Him being, like, the normal dude of the Avengers is my favorite thing. Right, yeah. Like, he's constantly starstruck by everyone, and it will continue to happen in any other, like, big Avengers team-up that he's a part of. And I, I, again here, I've put Lang willing to go back to prison very easily after everything he went through in his solo movie. Yeah, yeah. It does well, stand I, out to me. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, and I, then... I, I, my brain can justify it, but I do, I do understand where you're coming from on this. Team Cap makes me want a Secret Avengers in the MCU. So bad. Yeah. You know the Secret good. Avengers actually had, I think it might have been Scott Lang in it. Fair enough. That makes sense. We get this. Underoos! Yeah! What a call out. What a call out. And then followed by the introduction of Spider-Man into the MCU, being quippy as fuck. Captain, big fan of Spider-Man. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Just... Hey, everyone. (laughs) Hey, everyone. (laughs) He's not quite figured out his banter yet, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's figured it out. He hasn't met superheroes before he's been on his own for a while um yeah he's been quipping at people who are unconscious because his spider strength knocked them the fuck out like 
Right. He doesn't exactly. have an audience yet. Um, you get that Wakandan <laughs> music motif for mm. Black Panther's entry, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It is. I always love it when Wakanda intensifies. Hell yeah. Uh, so during the fight, the Avengers decide to buy time for Rogers and Barnes to reach the Quinjet at the expense of imprisonment. Ant-Man uses his suit to grow gargantuan, which tips the scales and creates enough of a distraction to allow Rogers and Barnes to reach a jet. The two are confronted by Romanoff, who, uh, but she can't bring herself to take them down and allows them to leave in Stark's Quinjet while the rest of the Avengers are captured. Uh, as Stark and Rhodes chase the jet, Vision attempts to blast Falcon, who is following them out of the sky. However, he misses and accidentally hits Rhodes and plummets to the ground. He survives the fall, but is left paralyzed. Romanoff, knowing she will be arrested for acting against the Accords after Tony gives her a half-hearted warning, goes into hiding. Parker is injured in the fight, and a grateful Stark sends the boy back home, much to the former's dismay until he threatens to call Aunt May if he doesn't listen to him. Okay, so uh, I got a bunch of notes about this entire action sequence. Yes, so I'm going to fucking rapid fire through. You want to go one each? Uh, okay, and well, let just me, go let, back and forth. Let me just say, Spider-Man, quippy as fuck. We get. You have a metal arm? That is awesome, dude. We get. You have the right to remain silent. Yes, <laughs> I fucking love that. The uh, the reaction from uh, from Falcon. Is this stuff coming out of you? It's great. <laughs> It's a fair question. Uh, and uh, when he eventually f- fights Cap later, he sees the shield. That thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. Which is the first time that's ever been called out, I think, uh, in the MCU. Yep, um, physics bends to the pure goodness of Steve Rogers. This is known. <laughs> right. Uh, that's uh, that's my first thing, is that just Sp- Spider-Man's quippy as fuck. All right. How do you feel about his suit? Uh, I love the suit. I think it's great. Um, where where uh, do you think it ranks in terms of Spidey cinematic suits up to this point? It's probably second. Is it second after the Raimi suit? No, it's second after the Amazing Spider-Man Two suit. Ooh, that's a choice. That is a look. The Amazing Spider-Man Two suit is basically the Raimi suit, but uh, more refined. Not as uh, flashy looking it has uh more wrinkles to it. it it looks more realistic it's not this like flat cg looking thing um yeah that's fair i i'll be honest i do not remember <laughs> the amazing i don't remember the amazing two suit i remember the amazing one suit and not particularly oh, liking it the amazing spider-man one suit is fuck is definitely the worst it's fucking yeah, okay, awful good so at least i've got that right <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible suit i'll send you a picture of the uh, well, I, I would say that I, I like the MCU uh, Civil War suit. Again, probably second. I like the Raimi suit a lot. Um, if yeah. the Amazing if the Amazing 2 suit is basically just the uh, Raimi suit, then yeah, lump that in with it. It's the, it's the Raimi suit with uh, bigger eyes. Some, with some more character. Oh, yeah, no, I think I remember you showing me this yeah. when I was doing that rewatch forever ago. But yeah, <laughs> it's a cool suit. I like the, uh, the animation on the eyes, the lenses and shit. It yeah. Gives him a level of emoting that he never really had in the other movies. That was the big thing about this movie was was them adding that feature to the. Like, scene. hey, he can emote now. Exactly. Well, it's uh, not which... like we're gonna get like a weird heads up display camera like we do with Tony and Rhodey. Right. Um. Which they uh just through 
threw the uh, the common sense out the window when it came to Deadpool, and we're just like, we we want him to do that, but just that that doesn't have to make sense. That's fine. Deadpool's a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> exactly. That is completely all okay. Um, hey, Cap Captain America is the Star Spangled Man with the plan. That is a good suit. Yeah. Um, Captain America truly is the Star Spangled Man with the plan, being like the guy who walks out into the confrontation with all of Team Iron Man and has his guys doing shit in the background. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, knew there was going to be this confrontation. Didn't know that Spider-Man was going to be there, but kind of accounted for a shield being taken. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, and he's got Hawkeye on fucking sniping duty. You've got Bucky and Wilson on scouting duty. Like, he's got his team doing shit. He knows what his team's strengths are. Wanda's mm. just not causing, causing trouble. <laughs> right. Uh, Everyone's playing to their strengths. Yeah, War Machine gets that fucking big fucking electric stick thing. He's got a big stun baton. And just loses it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Come on. Yeah, he also, said, he also says something after deploying it, which, like, really solidifies in my mind that Rhodey is just the worst. <laughs> he, he is like the biggest fucking try-hard action hero. And I kind of yeah. love that about him. Yeah. Because he pulls it out and he's like, sorry, Cap, this isn't going to, oh, this isn't going to tickle. <laughs> right. He says something like that. And I'm like, what the he's, fuck, he's very, yeah, he is very. Uh, and like anytime hero-y. something happens in his favor, he's just like, boom. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Rhodey. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, uh, again, this is directed by, uh, the, uh, Russo brothers, uh, who worked on Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during this airport fight scene, a truck, uh, has the Bluth family logo. It's the same stair car that was the subject of many running jokes on Arrested Development. The Russo brothers, uh, also directed the pilot of Arrested Development and, and many episodes. So oh, yes, a little I, Easter I egg. do recall that. Um, you get hints of... Parker's spider sense, or Peter Tingle, Tingle as Peter the MCU Tingle, would call it, yes, because uh, like he kind of senses that Ant Man's on the shield before he is ever actually like there, there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Cap versus Black Panther is too fucking cool. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Yeah, they're they're very uh, equally matched, I guess. You know who's not, but still manages to get a win? Ant Man and Black Widow. Ant Man gets to like. <laughs> Yeah. Briefly get a win over Black Widow. Before he gets, like, shocked. Bug zapped. <laughs> yeah, he gets bug zapped. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, we got Clint is too good at golf. Played 18. Shot 18. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the uh, the fake out with the missing and then uh, Wanda pulling all the cars out. Yeah, yeah, top. made you look. Very yeah. good. And he, uh, Followed by multiple contusions. Contusions, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yep. Yeah, I got that. Look, all the newcomers get a great showing. They get a great first time out. Black Panther gets to hold his own and even beat Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Spidey gets a great showing against both Wilson and Bucky in that running chase through the airport. Yep. uh, Where, like, ultimately, no one wins, but he he pretty solidly wins. (laughs) Right. Uh, I like, yeah, uh, yeah, we got all these like the team up things, like uh, Ant Man riding the, the arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good, arrow guy. Let's go, let's go. And um, <laughs> arrow guy, <laughs> arrow guy, <laughs> yeah, Scott, 
Scott, he, he like he likes the Avengers, but it's like he doesn't know all their names. Yeah, no, that tracks. Like, who the fuck? Look, everyone knows the big three, big four. If you count Hulk, right. no one, no one knows the Agents of Shield or like the new Eastern European guy. Girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. We get the great uh, when he goes into uh, Tony's suit. Oh, you got You're gonna have to take this into the shop. Who's speaking? It's your conscience. We don't talk a lot these days. <laughs> we don't talk. A- the ironic <laughs> thing is they talk too much. <laughs> There's, there's a bit. There is a bit right before all the action really kicks off, where Tony mm. says, "Your judgment is askew," and this is coming from the most emotionally biased person on the fucking planet. Yeah, especially at the end of this movie. The the well, I say most emotionally biased person on the planet, but I'll take that back. The most emotionally biased person on the field who isn't trying to save an innocent life right now. Right. Yeah. Um. um <clears throat> fucking. Lang and Cap almost kill Rhodes with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I thought it was a water truck. <laughs> I thought it was a water truck. Even if, even if it was a water truck, you're still throwing a truck at a man. Exactly. <laughs> Just less less explosions uh, from a water truck. Yep. Uh, and, like, maybe the water will extinguish the fire after it does explode. Yeah, I guess. Um, Vision appears. We get the big team face off across the airfield and it looks mm-hmm. really cool and everyone's like running towards each other and it's like the opening cinematic from Mortal Kombat Armageddon. <laughs> right, yeah. The slow walk to the jog to the run and then they jump at each other. It's very Yes. Cool. Oh, I, okay. Who's got like the best jump in? Because I think my favorites might be Wanda. Oh yeah, Wanda's really good. She like launches herself right up into the air yes. and comes crashing down. It's fucking cool. That the actual like impact as they both both teams start going to town mm-hmm. is a chaotic knockdown drag out brawl and it's fucking so good. I think yeah. I think Bucky gets fucking spear tackled by Black Panther right out the gate. And it's <laughs> yeah. great. That makes sense. Black Panther is uh, on a mission. He's gunning again. for him, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really the only one he cares about. Uh, yeah, well, he doesn't care about Clint. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm Clint. I don't care. <laughs> yep, perfect. <laughs> uh, you know who does care about Clint, though, is Widow. They are fucking friendship goals, beating the shit out of each other, but being like, this is still cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Wanda, like, immediately throws uh, Nat, and she's like, you're pulling your punches. <laughs> You're calling Clint on his shit. She's like, hey, yeah. we need to win this guy. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Get returning the, the real Get your head in the game. Get off your <laughs> ass. Uh, yeah, Wanda also like saves a bunch of people all the time. Mm-hmm. Immediately after getting um, Widow off of Hawkeye, she... Oh, God. I've just got a note here that says, Wanda, returning the real talk favor. And then the next note is also saving everyone. <laughs> right. I think she must like throw win- uh, throw Rhodey off of someone. Yeah, she definitely Possibly. blasts the shit out of someone. There's She's a, doing there's really a lot good. of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this scene. It's kind of insane. It's it's how a much lot. happens. Uh, Cap and Spidey interacting. That's a fun yep. little character bit. It's very very wholesome. He's got the he webs up um, Steve's hands, and then Steve does like a spin flip and like throws him. It's That's very acrobatic. Cool. Yeah, very. Um, uh, and they get the little uh, Brooklyn Queens rivalry thing going. Yeah, I put here, Cap very willing to crush a dude he's never met and doesn't know the powers of and doesn't know the full strength of. 
I kind of like. I guess he just assumes well, Tony brought him in. He wouldn't bring him in if he wasn't ready. Yeah, but, I guess. But... I mean, Tony Stark's an idiot. <laughs> You've got a point. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Uh, I also like that. Um, <laughs> apparently, Tony told Peter to go for the legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which. Anytime I hear anyone talking about going for Captain America's legs, I think of that stupid vine, which is, we shot him in the leg because his, uh, his shield is the size of a dinner plate and he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, we get Giant Man. Yes! Which, God! Uh, which I had spoiled for me like the week before this movie came out. Oh no! Uh, it was a bummer because I think it was in a Lego. Oh, that's where it always thing. happens. Or maybe there was like a. Actually, I think there was like a statue at a um, convention of some sort, and it had it just said Giant Man on the bottom of it. You're like, well, yeah, because like, Ant Man. How would you know it's not just Ant Man? Exactly. It's not like but- it's scale. No, it just but they specifically put giant man on it. I was like, Fuck. oh, I guess. Oh, was was it like one of those giant pop figures that just happened to be Ant Man? No, it was it was like a proper like statue. God damn it, that's yeah. that's unfortunate because that is such a cool reveal. The way that he's mm. hyping it up, he's like, I've done this once before. If I tear myself in half, go on without me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's gonna tear himself in half. Yes, yeah. but then it pays off, and we get this amazing. Laugh. <laughs> I fucking love the. <laughs> and also, like, the thing that makes it is that alongside that laugh, you get his big, wide eyes through the fucking helmet lenses. <laughs> yeah, He's having exactly. a great time. Uh huh. Um, so, yeah, uh,. Oh, God. Never uh, thought I'd be so ha- fucking hyped for goddamn Ant-Man. Yeah. It's it's so good. And if I didn't know it was coming, I would have been blown away by it. it I mean, on subsequent viewings, I, st- I know it's coming now and I still get yeah. fucking hyped. It's still very good, yeah. Um, we get Look, the Empire Strikes Back thing is funny, but it's also like... Nobody says, do you guys know the really old movie Empire Strikes Back? We gotta, look, we gotta establish <laughs> Peter Parker's age. He's a youngin. He's a kid. Empire uh, Strikes Back is is an actually quite old movie at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, we also got um, Vision <laughs> going through Giant Man. Something <laughs> just flew in me! <laughs> oh, I love how stupid that idiot is. <laughs> Uh, Ant-Man uh, clearly doesn't know the meaning of the word collateral because he rips a no. fucking wing off of a plane to hit someone. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't give a fuck. What's a, what's an accord? Yeah, he's not an Avenger. He doesn't Who have to knows? worry about this shit. Oh, there's a sick bit where Falcon's coming in like he's skydiving towards Stark, I think. Mm. And he like retracts his wings kind of cannonballs so that he drops but he shoots Red Wing out of his backpack and hits oh, yeah. Stark in the fucking face. And I think that is the coolest. I love <laughs> when heroes use their powers and their gear in ways that it's not meant to be used. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. It's very good. This, yeah, this fucking fight, this whole, what is it, what, how long is this? Like 20, it's like half an hour, this fucking 
It's well, almost half an hour, I think. It's um, ridiculous. Button doesn't die against Black Panther. Uh, he might die <laughs> no. emotionally because clearly he don't, <laughs> Black Panther doesn't care. Right. But um, yeah, Button does surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. This is all. This is all a fun time. It's and... fucking great. It's so fucking good. Uh, they eventually get to the uh, the aircraft and the Quinjet. Nat, yeah, and uh, Nat takes down Black Panther. Kind of uh, shoots. She shoots him a bunch with the electrical things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she is standing there for a long time, shooting the fuck out of him, while mm. Cap and Bucky are in the Quinjet, shooting the debris out of the way of the yeah. hangar. Mm-hmm. Like they're there for a good couple minutes. And she's just, like, shooting the fuck out of Black Panther. And he hasn't thought to turn around and deal with her. He's just, like, <laughs> stubbornly making his way towards the Quinjet. He's like, I'm gonna yeah. get he ta- there. He takes <laughs> one step, she shoots him. It takes yes. one step, she shoots him. Like, Honestly, like, him. she should have just kept shooting him in the same spot. It depends on how much ammo she's got, I guess. But just <laughs> fucking load him up, I guess. Do something else, T'Challa. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so the bit near the end of this sequence where mm. Falcon's flying after the Quinjet and then Rhodey's flying after Falcon and asks mm. Vision to take him down. Oh, hang on. Hang on. We get, mm. we, uh, Ant-Man, Giant Man gets brought down. Oh, yes. Does anyone have any orange slices? <laughs> yeah, that, that is line. a perfect delivery is... of a perfect line. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, and we also get, um... Tony talking to Peter. Peter now has fucking PTSD after this yes. whole thing because he's like unconscious or something on the ground, and Tony goes up to him and he just like immediately goes like, ah, like he's gonna bash the shit out of Tony, and he's like, no, it's just me. It's like I, I so think yes, part of it is just like the uh, leftover adrenaline from being in a big fight and being like backhanded by a giant man, mm-hmm. um, but also. I wonder if part of it is him realizing that his mask is up and that he's got to like fucking fight off whoever this is before they see who he is. Eh, maybe. I think he just has PTSD. You know what? He's totally a fucking child, he's a child that Tony's bought to fight some superheroes. A smart and responsible man, that Tony Stark. As always, the oh, smartest and shit. most responsible man in the MCU. What if Tony Stark was a fucking idiot? What if? We can only imagine. God damn it. Anyway, we got the escape sequence. Mm-hmm. Fucking Quinjet out in front. Falcon just behind. War Machine behind that. No. War Machine behind Quinjet. Falcon behind War Machine. Yes. Vision being called in for the assist is mm-hmm. too distracted by Scarlet Witch's bustier. <laughs> right. Yes. And uh, he shoots Rhodey out of the fucking sky. Uh-huh. I put, Which, it's fair all enough, fun that's a hell of a costume. I've put it's all fun and games until Rhodey breaks his fucking back. God damn. What that a- <laughs> sequence is fucking harrowing. I know. What a fucking tone ch- tonal change from the scene. <laughs> all like, the fun oh, we just fun had. orange slices. <laughs> to, oh my God, I'm falling out of the sky and I have no control. Like the, 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 the heads up display shot without the heads up display. You just see mm-hmm. like the colors of the ground reflected inside on his face and the light whizzing past. Mm. And just the sound of the air. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking horrible. I hate it. It's great. And then Tony shoots Sam. Yeah, fuck off, Tony. (laughs) Even though it was Vision's fucking fault. (laughs) And and Sam tried to help. 
Yeah, exactly. Sam's just like, is he okay? And Tony's like, fuck off. Like, hey, Sam Sam dove to catch him just as fast as you did, Tony. Where were you? Mm-hmm. Why weren't you catching him? Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> God, I hate him so uh, much in this movie. We um we get the dead guy in the shower. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a cut. That's a, that is a shift. Although it's not that much of a tonal shift from broken back to dead I man guess, shower. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the, they prep you for it. The lady comes in with the food and uh, there's a dead guy in the shower. The dead guy, it turns out, is Joe Russo again. Oh, really? Yeah. He just shows up all the time. <laughs> he's in, he's in, uh, yeah. He's in Winter Soldier. He's in Endgame. This and yes, Endgame. I mean, I guess if you direct a thing, you should be able to cameo in it. I'm not yeah. going to say no. I mean, you know, no one said anything about fucking um, th- uh, that guy, you know? <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific. Oh, I hate when I blank on fucking names. It's the word. Oh. Uh, Hitchcock. Oh. Hitchcock uh, was always in his own movies, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, no one's no one's talking shit about Hitchcock. I fucking exactly. wonder why. Hitchcock, that's why. I um, thought you were thinking of something specifically in the MCU, and then I would have been like, you mean like Happy Hogan? <laughs> no. <laughs> Talking about directors appearing in their own movies, at, like in the background Wait. or as like secondary characters. Not Who directed like, Iron Man 1? Main, main character. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, Happy's kind of a secondary character in that first Iron Man. He, <laughs> you know what I main. mean? Like not. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. You mean like non-speaking cameo roles? Yes. Sure. That doctor doesn't say much. <laughs> he doesn't. Winter Soldier. And this dead guy definitely doesn't say anything at all. <laughs> doesn't get the chance. No chance at all. Stark finds evidence that Barnes was framed by Zemo and finds that the rest of the Avengers have been thrown into a top-secret prison called the Raft designed to hold enhanced people. He visits the dismayed former Avengers and temporarily disables security in order to learn from Wilson where Rogers and Barnes are going. He follows the two to Siberia and is shadowed by T'Challa. Rogers and Stark reconcile, and as they explore the facility, they discover that the other Winter Soldiers have been murdered by Zemo, who had never intended to release them. Red herring. Yes, big red herring. Um, Yeah. I, I'm glad that they like built the super soldiers up to be such a big thing because yeah. this would not have been effective. Otherwise, we do not have a big superhero, supervillain clash at the end. We've had a, well, I mean, we kind of have a, a big action sequence to go, but yes. we've had the big one yeah. that the movie is sort of titled for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the antagonist of this film is weirdly not the villain. Yeah. The villain is uh, the B-plot. And it's a good B-plot. Mm-hmm. And it's a good villain. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, weird storytelling, but effective storytelling all around. Yeah, I, I don't have any problems with the the story, the way it, it plays out. I think it works for the most part. Uh, we get, uh, a night, uh, like, a after the tonal change of the dead guy and also Rhodey falling from the sky. Dead uh, guy, broken backs. The <laughs> rest of the movie is a uh, kind of a downer. Um, so uh, we, get, we the- get, we get Tony's uh, meeting with 
It's basically just his meeting with his conscience while he goes to the raft and gets shit-talked by everyone in the cells. Sure. Uh, we get um, the combo between Bucky and Steve, uh, and Steve being like, that wasn't you, and, and Bucky's like, I know, but he still did it. Like, Yeah. Like, he, he's, he is the this, Winter Soldier, whether he was in control or not. Yeah, I do like that they take a quiet moment after that big bombastic fight scene to be like, Hey, let's reaffirm some stuff. Let's question some stuff. Let's yeah. acknowledge that, hey, it's not 100% black and white. Right. Um, the conversation between Vision and Tony. Vision was distracted with Wanda, and Tony's like, I didn't think you'd get distracted. He's like, well, fuck, do I know? You gotta change that uniform, man. <laughs> Maybe don't send I... her into the field in a fucking boost yet. I don't know where to look. I was born yesterday. <laughs> Um, it's like a month ago. <laughs> uh, Vision's like, oh, I don't know. I was charging and I, I blacked out. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I was on low battery. I got it. My charging got interrupted. I got thrown through the fucking floor. I had a rough night, Tony. You're not the only one with issues. <laughs> Tony, my first charger died. Okay, I had to go JB Hi-Fi, and I was I was fucking down to the wire. All right, I didn't have long to get the new charger. All right, I blacked out. Wanda had to come save me. She got me the charger. You know, and it's like really hard because I don't use a USB-C like everything else. It's one of those, it's <laughs> like, it's not even a fucking Apple charger, but it's like an Apple charger. It's like an off-brand Apple charger because I was made in Korea. <laughs> uh, poor Vision. Uh. It's it's tough being a synthesoid. It is. Uh, we get the conversation between Tony and Nat and... Uh, uh, Tony has a point about the double agent thing, and that fucking has a, low blow has a point about his fucking ego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think she wins that one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, now she's going on the run, and that's this is where she gets her own movie in three, four years or whatever. Yep. See you after things happen. See you after which, things happen, which negate the effectiveness of having a solo movie. Yep. Really would have worked better if that movie came out after this one almost straight away. Yeah. Hell, it would have worked better if it had come <clears throat> out between Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. That would have, been, that would have made sense. Hmm. But here we are. Uh, Tony admits he's wrong for the first time ever here when he gets to the raft. Oh, that would, that, that would explain this one note that I have, which is all caps, GASP! <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I, I no other context for that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I could give it to you. <laughs> I have to assume that's what it was. I, I can't imagine anything else. Because <laughs> it's followed immediately by the raft. So cool. The raft is cool. I do yeah. like the raft as an idea. Um, yeah, I love uh, giant underwater panopticon prisons. Yeah. <laughs> totally cool and not at all problematic. Not at all. Uh, yeah, the... The, yeah, this this scene's fun. Uh, everyone's giving Tony shit. There's a uh, great line that uh, Clint gets to say, which is, yeah, this is built for criminals. Didn't used to mean me or Sam or Wanda. And he wisely exclu excludes Scott Lang, notable criminal. Right. <laughs> definite, definite criminal. Multi-time uh, criminal now. feel bad for Wanda, though. She's all fucking She's all harnessed up. up. Yeah. <clears throat> Sucks. She has a bad time. The entire MCU is really just Wanda's bad time. 
<laughs> yeah, it really is. She doesn't have much good time except for the little bit at the beginning of uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yep. Yeah, when she's on the run from the law. <laughs> that's her Scotland. best time. That is the, the that's that's how you know it's bad when the best time you have is when you're on the run. And in Scotland. In Scotland. They uh, will deep fry your kebab. Sure. It's just that one sign and that one we'll get there when we get to Infinity War. Yes. Um Yeah, so the, the raft thing, cool. Uh, I like the chopper, the suit. He's, he's, the heli suit up. The heli suit up is really cool. Fuck yeah. Really cool. Oh, we didn't mention the fact that um, Tony is non-combatant and he... He doesn't use the suits anymore. He's retired. Went, went, and, big, went and had a big flight <laughs> in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony. He's Tony, a hypocrite. Tony. Oh, big time. Uh, my, my question about this though, where the fuck did... The, did T'Challa come from? Was he? <laughs> he was just hanging out in the clouds. <laughs> just in his hanging out in the Black clouds. Panther jet. <laughs> yeah, he was just waiting for Tony to finish at the raft, and then well, the assumption following. is that he's just been like shadowing Tony this entire time, thinking that well, Tony Stark's not going to give up. It's Tony Stark. He's I... a fucking idiot. He'll yes. chase this to the end of the war. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty sad that up. everyone knows this about Tony. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows Tony's an idiot apart from Tony. Exactly. Um, Zemo reveals that he is a Sokovian and wants to Wait. punish the event. What? Hang on. What? Uh, yeah. Before before we continue with the synopsis, uh-huh. there, uh huh. There, there is a locker on the Quinjet where mm-hmm. Bucky gets a fucking assault rifle out of. It's a big right. drawer full of guns, and uh-huh. it is labeled Romanoff. Ah, yes. I yes. like that detail. In- this was in the trivia, but I didn't include it. Oh, well, what the fuck? <laughs> we only have uh, an hour and 58 minutes. We have to finish right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Steve Bucky small talk's no, no, really we're, good. We're still <laughs> going. I was joking. I was joking. It's fine. Uh, yes. So Tony meets up with Bucky and Steve. They're walking up. We get a Manchurian candidate uh, reference. Ha ha. Funny. Yes. Um, and then they find out that the the other Winter Soldiers are all dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the big reveal. Oh, my God. He didn't even want the Winter Soldiers. Oh, and crazy. Zemo's there behind some fucking really, really hard to break glass. What possibly could he want then? I fucking love that Cap's first response to him showing up is to throw his shield. <laughs> it's like, fuck, there is. Ha! Yeet! As we all know, that thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. Yeah, but it doesn't get through that fucking window. Yeah, no, it does not break the glass. Uh, I get, well, he, I don't know. Maybe he just thinks there's a light on his face and there's not actually a door there. Well, he's the just light- standing in a, in a particularly shadowy part of the room and with light <laughs> perfectly on his face in a square. I don't know. Sometimes Cap isn't the smartest. Look, he's a, he's a big golden retriever of a man yes um we love him not for his mind but but, but for his biceps absolutely <laughs> and his morals if nothing else no no just the biceps just the biceps they called a helicopter sorry <clears throat> uh yes so we get uh 
Okay, Zemo reveals that he is a Sokovian and wants to punish the Avengers for the death of his family during Ultron's attack. Zemo shows Stark a security video from 1991, which reveals Barnes as the assassin who murdered Stark's parents to steal samples of the super soldier serum from their car. Stark asks Rogers if he knew. Rogers tells him he didn't know Barnes killed them. Not having received the answer he wanted, Stark asks again and Rogers admits that he knew they were murdered. A disillusioned and enraged Stark then turns on both of them and another fight breaks out. While trying to crush Stark's arc reactor, Barnes' robotic arm gets blasted off by his suit's uni-beam. Rogers finally manages to disable Stark's armor and begins to depart with Barnes. As Rogers leaves, Stark bitterly tells him that his shield doesn't belong to him, but rather his father, who made it. Accepting that he is no longer worthy of it or the title of Captain America, Rogers reluctantly drops the shield and leaves with Barnes. All right, so the uh, the big Winter Soldier reveal that uh, the 1991 job was Howard and Martha Stark. Wait, Martha Stark? Mm, no, Howard and... No, <laughs> it's definitely not it Martha. Can't, it can't, it be, can't Martha. be It can't it's be Martha. Short. Howard uh, and... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, what if it was Martha? <laughs> it can't be, surely not. <laughs> Maria. Oh, it's so oh, close, though. It's it is, so close. It is close. Huh. Anyway, the the reveal that the 91 job was Howard and Maria Stark mm-hmm. and that Bucky was the one who killed them yep. uh, is genuinely... It's not shocking, because I think anyone who saw Winter Soldier maybe kind of put that together. But to have it it's confirmed kind of... is, like, pretty confronting. It's hinted at that, that Hydra was involved in their death. Yes. Not so much that Bucky killed them, which is yeah, what well, Steve is getting at when he says that he didn't know it was him. Yes. The uh that that's a sticking point for me. A lot of people who go team Stark tend to fall on the side of, oh well Steve lied to Tony. He lied to him this whole time. He knew about mm. Bucky killing his parents. I'm like, no, 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 no. No. He knew that Hydra was involved in the murder of Stark's parents. Yes. Yes. He might have had an inkling that the Winter Soldier was involved, right. but an inkling is not enough to be able to throw your best friend under the bus right. on that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Who also was under control by Hydra at the time. So not- Yeah. Like he, he says earlier that he still did it. And yes, that is technically correct. But also you got to give him some leeway. Brainwashing is a hell of a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, but from Steve's perspective, he Steve is is uh, adamant that you know the win- the Winter Soldier is not him. Yeah, like that's Steve knows there's a difference. Bucky's the one who says, "Yeah, but it was yeah. still me." But yep, that is true. Um, yeah. The, um, the the actual like scene of um maria specifically getting it yeah is it's rough it's super rough it is it's fucked up it is fucked up Cold for winter movie. soldier sort of staring <laughs> off into the middle distance just yeah choking her out off screen oh mm-hmm. horrible i will say tony great fucking memory he sees a bush and some dirt and goes i know that rose <laughs> well <laughs> dude look <laughs> Your Do parents you- die somewhere specifically. I guess you kind of ingrain that into your brain forever, right? I, I, I mean, know. like, was he was he at the accident site? Did he go and look at their dead bodies? Like, I doubt it. I, I mean, he, he might have. I don't fucking know. I don't know what rich billionaire orphans do with their time. 
my time is buddies. my time is spent working for a living god damn it <laughs> good old tony he's going out to look for dead bodies and oh oh he's he's found the wrong ones he didn't want yes. to see those dead bodies <laughs> oh no not again not again uh, I uh, like that Zemo's big flaw in Captain America is that his eyes aren't entirely blue. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of green in the blue of his uh, eyes. Who knew? You're not so fucking perfect after all, Captain America. <laughs> he's really, he's really reaching. <laughs> he really is. Ah, yeah, so you bicep curled a helicopter before, but your eyes aren't perfectly blue, you so get some fucked, idiot. You got green in there, you dumbass. <laughs> you piece of shit. Anyway, um... Look, Stark's an idiot, and I've been saying it this entire time, mm-hmm. but I can't blame him for going, like losing it here. Mm-hmm. He's already very emotionally fragile at this point. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, add this to everything, all the Accord shit, all the Pepper not being there. Right. Seeing confirmation of his mother being choked the fuck out right. by the guy standing a meter away from him. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's he's an idiot, but it's understandable. I'm going with the him having just really good eyes and memory because <laughs> he because then he he also eyeballs uh, the shot later on, so he has clearly superior eyes to everyone. I don't know. I like to think that he's aiming for Winter Soldier when he eyeballs that and he misses <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> it depends on what he was aiming for. If he was aiming for the massive so. silo door, which is massive, and you would fucking have to try hard to miss it. Oh no! Well, I mean, he's specifically aiming for the hinge part. No, he's of specifically it. aiming for Bucky. No, 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 no. He he's wants aiming, to murder he wants that to man. Close the do- yeah, he wants to do. He wants to do it himself though, with his yeah, with hands. his missiles. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, anyway. Uh, Steve knew Hydra killed. I, this is the note I've put. Steve knew Hydra killed Tony's parents, but he didn't know it was Bucky. But he still says he knew for reasons. I guess it's just to placate Tony to be like, "Yeah, buddy, I knew." Like, yep, let it all out. This just, isn't going to get any better before it gets worse. Just seems like the scene is making Steve withhold information because it wants a fight. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. I. I get why he would say it because at this point you're really just like, look, you're not gonna ex- you're not gonna accept no for an answer. So I'll mm. say that. I, I guess I'll just say that yes, I did because it'll make this easier. I guess. I, guess. I don't know. Uh, Tony's clearly not accepting no for an answer. No, absolutely not. Uh, later, later, uh, Steve says uh, Hydra had control of his mind, and Tony's just like, I don't care. I just. <laughs> He killed my mum. Yeah, oh, and that's the bit where I'm like, yep, okay, fair enough. Can't blame you on that. <laughs> I mean, sure, um, but again. There is some fantastic dialogue in this really fun, well, I say fun, really good action sequence. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit where Stark and Bucky are like face-to-face, they're grappling, and Stark's like, do you even remember them? And the most heartbreaking thing that Bucky yeah. could say, I remember all of them. Yeah. That's fine. It's just, oh, that's real bad. Yeah. Poor Bucky. My mm. heart fucking bleeds for Bucky Barnes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, look, uh, the action's really great. The the silo escape sequence mm-hmm. where like Stark's suit is systematically being taken apart by Bucky <laughs> right. and Cap. Yeah. 
Oh, um, it's good. And Cap's got a little fucking grappling hook on his belt mm-hmm. that he shoots out and fucking chokes right. Stark with. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so cool. The uh, the whole Steve Bucky team up mm. part on the uh, wide shot. Yeah, uh, they're oh, throwing the good. shield backwards and forwards, and yeah, yeah, they're bouncing it between them and Stark is just like they're basically using his face as a fucking uh, squash wall. Mm-hmm. That thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. Absolutely uh, not. It doesn't have to. It's fucking cool. <laughs> hey, are we still doing Star Wars arms? <laughs> well, yeah, it happens in this movie. I thought that was just a phase two thing. No, no, it's, it's still going, apparently. Because, <laughs> yeah, Bucky loses his arm again. <laughs> again. Same arm. Whoopsie. That's, that's inconvenient. misplacing that. It's, it's <laughs> embarrassing is what it is. Really but embarrassing. it's real fucking cool how he does it because, like, Bucky's on the verge of ripping out the arc reactor from the suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, the acting in that, the face acting, very good. Um, this is an emotionally charged ac- action sequence. Yeah, it is. It is. It's probably the most yeah, in the MCU. Yeah, there's a whole lot of, no, stop fighting. Stop fighting. <laughs> right, yeah. I will say, though, uh, <laughs> Steve says he's my friend, and Tony goes, so was I. And I'm like, fucking when? Like, for two minutes at the beginning of Ultron? Like, Yeah, you've been nothing but a standoffish <laughs> dickhead this entire yeah. time. I don't think you've really been friends. Like, you've, you've worked together, but I don't you're, think you've been You're co-workers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Co-workers. That's the best you can say. You do get that perfect shot from page to screen of uh, yes. Iron Man shooting the fucking repulsive blasts into the, the shield, shield and the shield's yep. up oh mm-hmm. it's good i love that very, shit very good and uh yeah he fucking takes out the arc reactor and gives up the shield <laughs> there's a there's a fucking great moment where stark's getting the fuck beat out of him mm-hmm. and uh friday is it it's friday the the ai voice yes. in the suit now yep. uh jennifer connelly right or is that the one in Spider-Man? No, Je- suit? yeah, Jennifer Connelly is the one in Spider-Man's suit. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Friday's there saying you can't beat him, boss, in her fucking Irish accent. Carrie Condon. Never heard of her. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she's just like telling him we can't beat him, and uh, Tony's like, okay, just like fucking analyze his attacks, mm-hmm. and then seconds later, countermeasures ready, and you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. here it comes. <laughs> it pops off. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that entire countermeasure's ready, followed by the reverse beatdown is mm-hmm. fucking sick. Yeah. God. Cap still kicks his ass, though. He does, until he doesn't. Until he doesn't. And then we get the, uh, I can do this all day. Yeah. Which, this is the perfect time to use it. <laughs> yes, exactly. In, in the saddest moment. Mm-hmm. And then, that's when Cap, like, comes back and fucking spine busts Iron Man, and it's yep. fucking great. It's Yeah, it's really good. And then, really yeah. just goes to town on that arc reactor. He does. That's that's where, it's where, it's where his power is. Yeah. Uh, look, Bucky was on the money. That's he it. had the right idea, but not the right execution. You gotta that's just hammer at it with a shield for a bit. Yep. And, yeah, and then he, he gives up the God. shield. Tony Stark is a sore fucking loser. He is. My dad like, made that shield. <laughs> do, you, do you know, my father will hear about this or he would if he wasn't <laughs> fucking dead. 
You're not allowed to come to the country club. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, damn it. Yeah, no, he would. He 100% would. Oh, piece of shit, Tony Stark. God damn it. Uh, having succeeded in his plans of ripping apart the Avengers, Zemo waits outside where he meets T'Challa and the two what a discuss winner. vengeance and the terrible things it can lead men to do. T'Challa has decided he will not let the, his desire for revenge consume him like it did Zemo and the Avengers and prevents him from committing suicide. Content on sending him to prison. Under the custody of Everett Ross, Zemo hints that while he may be imprisoned, his grand plan wasn't as much of a failure as Ross suggests it was, knowing that the Avengers may now be irretrievably fractured. Irretrie- okay, irrevocably? Nope, it says irretrievably. Okay, this is a that's about right for these synopses. Um, <laughs> so this synopsis actually glo- gloss, uh, glossed? glossed over the... F- fact that uh, we've been following Zemo this entire time as mm-hmm. he's doing his little setup for his big old Joker plan yeah. but there's it's intercut with bits of him like talking on his well it looks like he's oh, talking on his yeah, phone yeah 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 but he's actually listening to the last old phone messages. message from his wife yeah which <laughs> like without context it sounds like he's on the phone with his wife and mm-hmm. like he's just having a normal day like he's just a normal dude right uh, and then the reveal that no, his wife's dead, his family's dead. This mm. is just the last thing that he kind of has of them. Yeah, uh, and that's fucking gut wrenching. Zemo is fucked in the head, but like again, much like everyone in this movie, the gray areas. And- everyone's had a very everyone's had a very bad day, and no one's yeah. dealing with it well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Zemo had a shitty time, just like everyone else in this movie. Yeah, um, that's a. He may not be the focus of this film, but that's a good villain. Yeah, he is, and he even gets he gets better later too. So yeah, yeah, he gets to dance in that club <laughs> exactly, and he gets the suit. He gets the mask yeah. and everything. It's fucking yeah, great. Does. God, I love movies of comic <laughs> books series, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Shut up. Back at the Avengers facility, Stark builds an exoskeletal frame for Rhodes to help him regain the use of his legs. Rhodes assures his friend that despite what happened, like him, he still believes he made the right choice. Stark receives a package containing a phone and a letter from Rogers. In the letter, Rogers apologizes for everything that happened and for not telling him the truth about his parents, as well as noting his regret that he cannot accept the accords. He tells Stark that he knows the day will come when the team will need to assemble and act like one again. When that day arrives, Rogers and his team, he freed from prison, will be there. Uh, So. Yes. Poor Rhodey, man. He gets it rough in this entire thing. He does. No one dies except for that one doctor. (laughs) And all (laughs) the people in Lagos. Mm -hmm, But like, uh, Rhodey might get it the roughest out of all these people. Rhodey's. Got the robo legs. Like, yeah, thank goodness Tony Stark's a fucking tech genius inventor man. Yeah, And can, exactly. like, invent you a pair of robotic fucking electric sex pants. And you don't have to pay for them. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> well, I fucking you. hope not. <laughs> Sorry I took you to Germany and broke your legs. <laughs> Here's something that can help you walk. Hopefully yeah, you would- forgive me. Uh, yeah, we, and you don't even have to pay that much for it. We'll just get you on, a, like, a plan. <laughs> right. We'll get you on a plan for the legs. <laughs> we stands also, here! Stands here, and we get the 
Are you Tony Stank? Yes, this is this is Tony Stank. You're in the right place. Thank you for that. Uh, the little that's not all bad, Rody. That's not all bad. <laughs> Finally, it's all looking up for Rody. <laughs> you you may be paralyzed from the waist down, but at least you've got that to go with. At least you've got the the title of this show. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, guys. Thank you. And all it cost was Rody's legs. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this is, uh, I love this. Yeah. The letter, the breakout, uh, finishing on cap sort of coming out of the darkness and the, the light on his face. Yeah. This is, this yeah, was a fucking security guards completely like KO'd. Yeah. The raft infiltrated. How do you infiltrate a fucking underwater panopticon prison? Cap knows. He knows. Fuck all yeah, he does. I assume he's with Widow. Uh, Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe. Mm. I mean, she's she's on the run. She's doing yeah. shit. Well, I mean, so is he. Yeah, but she, she's really on the run. <laughs> she's super on the run. Yeah, look, things are about to get weird. She's gone off to find wise. a different family for a while. Yeah, the, uh, the old one. Yeah, the old family. Uh, not as not as like good as the current one, but. Definitely weird. Still pretty good. Still pretty good. This is a great way to end Cap's trilogy, I think. I think uh, this is a cohesive uh, trilogy for Cap. It works well. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, you get uh, a real sense of him going from uh, propaganda, World War II poster boy, you know, um, the best kind of soldier you can be. Mm-hmm. To questioning his government, questioning his uh, handlers, questioning who he's working for, to full on being like, no, maybe government oversight isn't the best thing. Oversight, yes, but government oversight, maybe not the best idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, friendship is the strongest power in the world. <laughs> sure, yeah. Great stuff all around. Uh, I like that in the uh, in the raft... We get Ant-Man drumming on his prison stool long before his house arrest hobby. <laughs> sure, yeah. Which also becomes the hobby of an ant later. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, it has to because it's got to it's got to replicate all the things he that does. he does. <laughs> that movie's so fucking good. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch that again. Anyway, <laughs> uh, months later, Barnes and Rogers are granted asylum in Wakanda by T'Challa. Barnes chooses to undergo cryostasis until his brainwashing can be completely removed or suppressed successfully. As Rogers warns T'Challa and that the governments of the world will come to Wakanda, if they find out Barnes is there, T'Challa dares them to try. Shortly after mm. the clash, Parker pretends to have injuries about his battle when Aunt May approaches. When she leaves Parker's room, he discovers a portable holographic computer that Stark has programmed into his web shooters. Um, so what's what's the deal with the Spidey hologram? That comes up later in Homecoming. Uh, yeah, it does, right? It does, yeah. It's it's just a way for him to like choose the different settings of the suit. Yeah, okay. It's a weird heads-up display, but not. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I've just got a note here. Wakanda intensifies. <laughs> yeah. And I assume that it was just like the panning shot to the giant panther statue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, I love that statue. It's very good. 
It's very good. This whole ending thing is cool. Yeah, the, the Spider-Man ending is like, I don't know. It's fine. It didn't need to be there, but I do like Steve from Brooklyn. Yeah, right. Yeah. Talking about who beat him up. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. Very good. This is all good. good stuff. Hey, so how do you feel about Civil War? I enjoy this movie quite a lot. I think I've maybe um, cooled on it a bit since the first time I saw it. You know, the first time I saw it, lots of cool shit's happening. Giant man. Fucking. It's hard not to get swept up in the hype. Exactly. Yeah, it is. I, th- I think it's definitely maybe not as high. I'm probably maybe not going to suggest putting as high on our list well, we have we'll, we'll get we'll get to where Is we'll it? put it. Yeah, but um, let's. But you're first... still still pretty positive on it. I I do enjoy the movie. Like yeah, like yes. I'll fucking watch the shit out of this movie. It's fucking. It's really fucking. Like I said, yeah. w- once anything that's above, uh, what what were we Iron saying? Man? Anything above Iron Man. Yeah, is, is really fucking. Is good. really fucking good, and this is definitely above Iron Man. So, Starks and Stanks. Here we go. Uh, this was hard. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was. For me, the Stanks, anyway. The Starks were kind of easy, but Stanks were hard. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm reaching for a couple yeah. things here, but mm-hmm. uh, I guess we'll see. Would you like me to go first? Go for it. So my first Stark is that Civil War is the best exploration of hero v. hero in cinema. Hands oh, down. yeah. It's not even close. Uh, what else yeah. we got? Batman versus Superman? <laughs> what the fuck? No. Yeah, no, that's kind of it. But, like, <laughs> this is so wide a margin between first and second place here. Yeah. You've got heroes you care about on both sides. We've had time to establish them. And then the movie mm. does a decent job of kind of setting them up to be maybe not equally agreeable, mm. but having points on either side where you're like, you know what? I can see it that way. You're wrong, Tony Stark, <laughs> but I can see it. Right. Uh, yeah. And like all the action is really good in that sense where it's not it's not favoring the titular character. Everyone mm. gets a moment to shine regardless of what side they're on. Right. It's just, uh, yeah, everyone's got a cool thing to do. No one feels super left out, even though it isn't like an Avengers movie. Yeah. Well, that leads into my first Stark. Which mm-hmm. is, even though it, this has most of the Avengers in it, it does keep the focus on Steve and makes the sense. Uh, it makes sense that it's a Captain America movie, not an Avengers movie in the title. Like it's, it's a good ending to his trilogy of films, and uh, I do like that they they did make it about Steve, even though everyone else is in it. Yeah, I think it walks a very fine line there, where it's got everyone and it mm. lets everyone do a thing, yeah, and be cool. And, like, everyone even has, uh, like, little mini character arcs, but this is still a Captain America story. Yeah. Uh, it very well could have easily been an Avengers story, but they, they walked that line nicely, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Um, Stark number two for me is that I love the grounded spy thriller through line. All of mm-hmm. the B-plot stuff with Zemo, great. Yeah. All of his, like, highly intricate... Uh, Black Ops Joker plan shit is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's. I think it's because it doesn't come up often in most superhero movies, but like between this and Winter Soldier, we've got it pretty well covered. Yeah. 
it's just a cool thing to see superheroes dealing with something a little more uh, grounded and not you know high flying super villainy. Yes, exactly. It is again. It's a Captain America movie, so it 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 keeps in line with the last two. Yes, especially the last one. Uh, yeah, my second stock is that the action direction and editing is much improved from Winter Soldier. You can you can fucking see what's happening, and they don't always cut on the hits. You, you actually mm-hmm. get to see people hit people, and it's great. Yep. I like that. That is uh, pretty correct. <laughs> pretty correct. I don't, want it, I don't want it to sound like I'm implying that the Winter Soldier isn't perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. There's a yeah. No, we've 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 talked about it, and I agree. <laughs> All right, okay. let's talk about the stanks. Okay, scrape so, that barrel. I think that the uh, the discussion regarding like the regulation part of Civil War, mm-hmm. it is introduced well, yeah, but it very quickly takes a backseat to the. Uh, T'Challa revenge stuff and the mm. Bucky story and then it just became Cap versus Tony and not so much about the regulations. It gets really lost in there, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'd agree with that, especially because Tony, again, is t- saying, hey, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm non-combatant and then immediately in the next scene is jumping into battle <laughs> and then yeah. eventually in a suit. Well, I think it's a, a lot of this for me is that the Marvel movies don't often have a message. They don't have a thing to really talk about, a thing to say. Right. Uh, and there are a couple of examples I could give now that mm. I, I think would negate that. But to this point, they've just been, you know, kind of big, dumb action movies. Right. Winter Soldier tried to say something about, you know, uh, preemptive justice yep. and all that sort of stuff. And now it's got this regulation stuff and yeah, it's introduced well, but they just don't really go all the way with it, which is a shame. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, My first thing is that uh, it's just the final fight. Uh, Not so much like, like I like the fight, but uh, it's just feels forced. Like Tony literally said he wasn't after Bucky and then, immediately loses his shit once he finds out he killed his parents. And I get that, but also we have established Bucky was not in control. And uh, I, it's just kind of like, we need them to fight at the end. What can we do? And that's what they came up with. And it just feels like. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with you on this. Um, Tony, Tony's an issue. <laughs> he is an issue. <laughs> In more ways times. than what, yeah, Tony's a dangerous man. Uh-huh. Um, but no, you're not wrong. Like the fact that he opens that final act, going after them and saying, "Like I'm not here, I'm not here for Barnes," and yeah. then immediately going back on that. He's emotional. He's very emotional. There's a lot of things going on that we've established, mm-hmm. but it is a bit jarring that he. It, it feels a little bit forced. Um, yours? So mine is also Tony related. <laughs> okay, yeah. My second stank is that Tony seems to make a character 180 on guilt alone and never really justifies mm. his pro-accord stance beyond we need it. Right. He, yeah, that's he true. Do- 
he doesn't make a good argument. The fact that the Accords are a good idea is completely separate. Tony never argues for it well, uh, and he's just making his former teammates from a team that he's retired from pay for the bullshit that he did. Right. And it's just, character-wise, Tony Stark is an emotional mess, uh, and I feel <laughs> like that's all we can do to justify it. Right. Yeah. I agree with that, for sure. Absolutely. My and second what is stank. your second stank? Uh, it, again, it's a, it's a real stretch getting Clint and Lang to agree to help Cap when both of them have families and they've been like, hey, we're not... We, we want to be a better dad and I want to hang out with my family. And we, then we collectively want to be a better dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Both of us together want to be a better dad for our single daughter that we have together. Aww. Um, very progressive. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I just, I guess they needed more heroes and they, they were the ones they could have at the time. <laughs> this but, is the best we had on hand. I guess, yeah. Um, and they well, needed look, a, a reason to get them there, but it's just like, I don't know. If you didn't have Hawkeye and if you didn't have Ant-Man, you got to take away, you either have to add two completely different people to that side to even it out. Mm-hmm. Or you take away Spider-Man and Black Panther. What? And neither of these... <laughs> what? Take away Spider-Man and Black Panther to... E- oh, I see what you mean. If, if you want to even out the right. sides. You don't have to you. have them even, but it feels kind of weird if everyone's siding with Tony. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, Agreed. That said, like, who would you even put instead of Hawkeye and Ant-Man? Well, again, it's... We're only left with Thor and Hulk, and what the fuck do they care? Yeah, Thor's <laughs> off uh, flatting with some fucking rando. Yeah. And Hulk is in space, presumably. Yes. So... Yeah, you don't have a lot of options. I, I think no. they do what they can with what they've got, but you're not wrong. There is a bit of a weirdness to it. Especially after the fact that Ant-Man just had a movie where like, it was literally the last movie that came out where he was like, I want to be a better dad <laughs> and I don't want to go to jail anymore. <laughs> oh, well, I'll go to jail. No bigs. Although it is weird that, like, the <laughs> the entire escapade for him to, like, learn that lesson is a, a crime that he almost goes to jail over multiple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, so I don't know Ant if that man. was actually the lesson for Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man, what are you going to do? <laughs> Ants. <laughs> Ants, am I right? It's just anyway, it's all the way down. Now we got to rank this. Okay, let's let's rank this motherfucker. Okay, so our current ranking mm. of the MCU, we have Captain America: The Winter Soldier at number one, mm-hmm. Iron Man three at number two, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy at number three, and then we have the Avengers: Captain America: The First Avenger, Ant Man, Iron Man at number seven, Thor. Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor The Dark World, and Iron Man 2 at number 12. Okay. Now, I usually say where I'm going to put the thing. Where would you put it? <laughs> You've learned my strategy. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I figured it, your game. Hey, it's been working for me so far. <laughs> uh, where would I put Captain America Civil War? It's a tough question because, like, it, okay, so it's obviously above Iron Man. We can agree on that. Yes. 
I am willing to say that it is not the worst Captain America movie. No. I, I think it's above First Avenger. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a better Avengers movie than the Avengers. Yes. So we'll put it above the Avengers, which puts mm-hmm. it in the top four. Yes. Do we think that it is better than Guardians of the Galaxy? My answer is no. No? Okay. Uh, care, to, care to explain? I think uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is a more cohesive movie. It uh, From beginning to end, you... It, it's it's got one thing to, to tell and it tells it really well and the characters are really enjoyable the the whole uh, family you know the making a family thing is nice and uh, I, it sounds way seedier than you mean it to. <laughs> you know making a family you know what I'm let's talking just get about started making another one anyway hey I'm Mario let's make a family <laughs> oh, you know no, what I'm not saying? Mar- get out of here Mario. <laughs> Uh, Mario is in that movie, so fuck off. <laughs> okay, but uh, no, I think Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy more cohesive movie. I think uh, everything it gets the things it gets right, it gets right more than there's more right about it than Civil War. I don't know. I don't hmm. know what I'm trying to say. I also don't know what you're trying to say, and I'm not sure I agree. Oh, okay. Also, all right. So there's one big sticking point here for me. Mm-hmm. And it's the Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't really have a good villain. You are right. It, the villain is he's a good presence, but he doesn't have a lot of great motivation. He's not much of a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, C- Civil War, we have someone who is a constant presence. He's not like physically intimidating or anything, but he's constantly around and doing things. What if I tell and, you Zemo yes. isn't the bad guy in Civil War? He's not the... He's not the antagonist, but he is the villain. Mm, is he, though? Or is it Tony? Uh, Zemo murders people. Mm, so does Tony. <laughs> does he? Ah, he's always... He's, since the beginning, he always kills people. I mean, in this film specifically. <laughs> I mean, no, not really, I guess. But no. uh, I don't know. Zemo murders a doctor and also blows up that UN building. He does. And <sighs> tries to frame Bucky Barnes for it. Multiple villains, then. Yeah, totally. And they're both really good. You're not wrong. Which, okay. I feel like the thing that's going to keep Guardians at number three for me is that it is a fucking weird movie. Yeah, it is. It's fucking weird and it's very funny and it's it's clearly, it's got like an authorial signature to it like mm-hmm. that's a that's a james gunn movie it's not as yes. james gunn as james gunn gets but it is a james right. gunn movie yes i'm not sure civil war has that sort of signature feel to it it's an mcu movie like guardians of the galaxy is guardians of the galaxy it's a james gunn movie mm-hmm. civil war is an mcu movie yeah see like even comparing it to winter soldier winter soldier feels like its own Thing. It feels very uniquely Winter Soldier. Right. Civil War does feel a little less uh, focused in that sense. It does mm-hmm. feel a little more, you know, as you put it, MCU. Yeah. It's and like, guess... it's like, uh, let's take what we've learned from the MCU so far and mash it all into this movie and, uh, and have the heroes 
have a conflict and we'll see him like the best thing about this movie is that airport fight scene like that's the biggest coolest thing about this movie outside of that that you say that because mm. that final fight is the one that does it for me well that's good too but also like i said that to me feels forced yeah okay like Uh. like the airport scene is like the big moment Every and yes, that's, the, that's the why, fight scene at the end is also to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like if I'm watching Civil War, I'm I'm waiting to get to that fucking scene because as much as I enjoy all the character interaction up until that point, there's not a whole lot going on. Really, it's mostly just politics. <laughs> like, here's why I believe what I believe, and then I I disagree, and then. <laughs> And then they just kind of do that. And then there's like a chase, the chase with Bucky. That's oh, fucking cool, though. That is pretty cool. <laughs> God damn it. It's got so much good action in it. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you just said one thing and I'm like, oh, no, but maybe I am going to go for this. Oh, God. All right. Uh, mm, no, no, I think you're right. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a more well-rounded film. I, th- I Look, I think I, as much as I do like Civil War... There I didn't a lot. think I would be the one pushing for this. <laughs> there is a well. That's what I mean. Like uh, the first time I watched Civil War, it's fucking cool because like yeah, all the heroes are fighting and like it's it's a big, cool thing to see all the MCU characters minus yeah. two of them. Uh, do it. and plus <laughs> fucking Spider Man's there. Holy shit! Like that's crazy that they got Spider Man. Um, yeah. you know, like there's there's lots of cool shit that happens, but I would say that there's a lot more downtime. <laughs> This is a long this is a long movie and a lot of that time is spent not fighting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that stuff is inherently bad though. I, I quite enjoy the the political side of it. And like I said in my stance, I wish there was more of it. Mm. Um but no, I do think Guardians is a more well rounded movie. It's tighter, it's you know, it, it is what it is, and mm. it is what it is more successfully than Civil War is what it is. Right. Did that make sense? I think so. And also, look, as much as cool as the airport fight scene is, Mm -hmm. it also just feels kind of underwhelming in some ways too because it's just like they're just fighting in a fucking grey airport. Space. Yeah. Uh, Compared to like the end of Endgame (laughs) where, (laughs) you know. That's a a busy scene, that one. (laughs) It is. So, I don't know. It just feels like it's... Even All in right. the big moments, it's kind of lacking. But uh, again, in, the, in this in this argument that I didn't expect to be taking this side on, you have won me over. Yay! <laughs> it had to happen sometime. Next time, you pick first. Fantastic. Okay, we'll do. We'll still take turns uh, picking. It's uh, only fair. Suggesting. Um, so, at the end of all that, our our list is number one: Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Number two: Iron Man three. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy, and our new number four, Captain America: Civil War, mm. with uh, Avengers, Captain America: The First Avenger, Ant Man, Iron Man, Thor, Avengers: Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor: The Dark World, and bringing up the rear at our new lucky thirteen, Iron <laughs> Man Two. Finally, it's moved. <laughs> Has it though, or has everything just moved past it? <laughs> yep. I mean, you can look at it either way. Either way, it's staying there, and it's never moving. Yeah. yeah. Never moving. Not even once. So, um, 
I believe for next time, which will not be this week. What do we know when our next recording is? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? We'll have another episode in the future. And that episode <laughs> will be Doctor Strange. Thank you. That's that's the question I was struggling <laughs> to get to. Uh any thoughts on Doctor Strange before we even think about watching it? Great movie. Yeah? Uh, yeah, just for like all the the visuals alone, like the crazy. It does some groovy shit. Yeah, it's um, you know, Scott Derrickson. He's a he's a horror guy, and then he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm gonna come in and make this weird fucking Doctor Strange thing, and yeah, it's uh, I know it from what I recall. It does lose some points for being one of those generic origin movies An origin that we. Yeah, we've ragged on in this very episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it does lose points for that. But uh, once it gets past the, you know, original, this is why I want to become this guy. Uh, it's uh, it's fun. Yeah. Once once we get past our inciting incident and all that. Yeah. It does also have a, an issue of uh, evil mirror version of the good guy is the bad guy. It does have that. Yeah. Evil Doctor Strange. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it though. I remember enjoying Doctor Strange quite a lot. Yeah, uh, and I feel like part of that is always like, "Wow, I can't believe they made this work." <laughs> right. It, it, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor yeah. thing where I'm like, "I can't believe they made this work." Exactly. Yeah. I remember before Guardians came Eternals? out, I was like, <laughs> mm, "Well, less less so." But um, I yeah, can't I believe they made this work for me. <laughs> Eternals is fine. Eternals we, is divisive. We will rank it one day. <laughs> yes, presumably. Presumably. <laughs> I just wanted to play that one more time. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you chose the right one. Oh, I what about it. this one? Oh, Mr. Parker. What? What are you doing? Hey, I'm. Okay. That's. I hate that. Peter. I really hate that. All right, that's the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you all again uh, maybe next week for <laughs> Dr. Strange. Goodbye. Bye. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy. You thank, you thank. I am Iron.